0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Big Week in Gaming podcast, and as always, it's been a Big Week in Gaming. I'm got for episode 25 on Sunday, the 3rd of January 2021. As always, I'm joined by the greatest Xbox RPG player in the Southern Hemisphere, and official Xbox Hall of Famer, Swinny. Yeah! Mike! Yeah!
1: Yeah! Oh wait, sorry. Wrong person. <laughs> Congratulations, Mike. I didn't know you beat me for a... Uh player in the I area. did. I <laughs> did. That was my New
2: Year's resolution, and I did it
0: already. <laughs> and oh, wow. next-gen gamer, collector of... the keeper of the collector editions, I should say, Interrupter-in-Chief, Mike. Oh, I thought it was Swinny. Okay, yes. <laughs> that's also me. Hello. Uh, <clears throat> and in this, show, in this week's show, we'll be discussing the Workboy prototype that's been discovered after 28 years gigantic Robo Brawler Override 2 that I've got some impressions on and our new year gaming resolutions and most anticipated games for 2021. Sweetie, how's your new year been? My new year's been
1: a bit mixed. I mean, from uh, from a gaming standpoint, I've got some highs and lows and uh, just, you know, just in general, um, this week kind of sucked in non-gaming ways. So, um, but hey it's the new year, so it's it's time to wipe the slate clean and uh hopefully make this a bloody better year than the twenty twenty
0: yeah that's right, yeah, like you know I've started the year in Sydney under a looming lockdown of introduced masks it's yeah, it feels a little bit like twenty twenty at this rate
2: what you yeah. you mean to say? Just because it's <laughs> randomly another day, things were gonna be that much different. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course.
0: <laughs> Why not? Why not? And uh have you guys been gaming this week?
1: Yeah, so I've actually I've I've got a I've got a bit of a list here. So let's get to <laughs> let's get to me then. So I have been absolutely, just like last week, absolutely obsessed with playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So that's no surprise. But uh, and so I think I'm over like I'm about over 100, 110 hours into the uh, into that game, and the unfortunately that's one of the reasons why that what's one of the lows this week because I had to stop playing it. Why? Wow. Oh. So I the other day into God I was mentioning oh man I'm a bit pissed off. It's because I want to play this game that I can't play so much. Like I was so into it and. I, then when I went to go other play play other games, which I'll mention in a bit, um, it, my experience was kind of marred because I just felt like I wanted to play Valhalla all the time. So it was like, oh man, I, this, I should be enjoying this, but it's not the game I want to play right now. And the reason I had to stop playing it is because one thing I forgot to mention last week when I was talking about, I think it was last week when I was talking about the Yule Festival bugs and things mm. like that, was that I did hit a... a an issue with the save file and I just forgot to mention it where I lost about uh, an hour and a half of play because when I um, the game froze and when I came back all my save files were from about an hour and a half uh, and before so all the save files that I've made since then and all the auto saves since then weren't there anymore Mm. they just disappeared and I'm like Huh, alright, and at the time I kind of, I I moved past it because I thought it was a one-off thing, and it had it happen to me again this week, and it was about two and a half hours to three hours of progress, which is significantly, like, and the stuff I'd done there was, what I was doing basically is I wanted to, I was mainlining the game so that I could give my final thoughts on it, so I could essentially... <clears throat> so, I could close it off, and then uh, when I get myself a Series X, then I could pick back up and then do the full completion and do all the areas. I want to mainline it so I could talk to the game, and then we could also do like a ranking of Assassin's Creed and stuff we talked about. Yeah. And so, that two and a half hours was like main story stuff. So, thankfully, when I go back to do it next time, it will. I can skip through all the dialogue and stuff, but still, it just made me go, well i've I've then I looked up what the issue was and apparently it has to do with Ubisoft adding the cross platform or uh, saves. So you know if you're playing on PS four you can cross save to P- uh, Xbox one or whatever right or series X to to PS5. It's their own mm. platform thing they put in and apparently <clears throat> that's the cause of the issue and a lot of people are having this problem some people are losing six to eight hours of progress. Damn, and considering time. how much time I put in this week, in the f- like first half of the week, I put like thirty hours across four days, wow. like ridiculous amount of time. I'm thinking any of those long sessions where I, the game was paused, or whatever, even mm. if I went away and did something else, I could have lost like eight or ten hours of progress. So I said yes. to myself, until they patch that, I, I'm not, I'm not going to play it because I could lose a whole bunch of stuff and just have to do it again. So it kind of really, really sucks. And I get, I understand, um, you know, it was, a, it was a great thing of them to add this cross-platform saving, but as soon as you, obviously they did plan on the bug for it, but if the trade-off is, hey, then we're going to get buggy save progressions where you lose your save files, then screw that. But yes, um, on a more positive note, um, the other stuff, so because of that, then I went and had to play a lot more <laughs> other games. So one was um, finally picked up and got, Back into Dragon Quest Eleven quite a bit. Um, mm. Honestly, I struggled a bit with the game um, this week because I, I don't know. I think it's because again I was just wanting to play Valhalla, and the game is very <laughs> in the first like fifteen to twenty hours of Dragon Quest Eleven. It's honestly I find it a little boring. Um, oh, they're
0: finding words.
1: Uh, a lot of people, I've a lot of people, I think, feel um, struggle with the first part of that game because until it starts introducing some more complex systems and more characters and more... Um, like, when I started on, uh, getting more party members and, and things, and I was like, okay, now it's picking up a bit. But by nature, it's a, it's a very straightforward, classic-style RPG, as you'd expect. But mm. unfortunately, I, was, I wasn't brought up on that style of, of Japanese RPG. I was brought up, essentially, from Final Fantasy VI onwards, which means that I kind of have... It, it's a bit of adjustment there, but there is a lot I love. Don't get me wrong, and I've uh, in the last let's say five hours of playing the game, I've really started. To, it started to click a lot more with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm yeah, I'm interested to see where it goes because I've heard that it, it, it gets really, really good. Um, so I've been playing a bit of that. But one thing it did make me want was I just want them to bring back overworlds and world maps in in Japanese RPGs. Like they're just not a thing anymore. And hmm. after playing Tales of Vesperia uh, earlier this year again, and that having an amazing, you know, overworld, I'm just like, I just, I like the idea. Even if it's an outdated concept, I like the idea of being in like an airship and flying around an overworld. And it just rarely exists anymore. I'm sure there's still games that do it. But... Yeah,
0: you've got to play uh, Octopath Traveller. Yeah.
1: What it's a just
2: special on Nintendo Switch, the... 50% off. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the norm anymore, which I think... No, no, it's not the norm. It's not yeah. not the norm for the AAA titles. Yeah. And uh, so, other than that, I uh, there's a ge- there's a mystery game that I was teaching you guys that I started mm. this week.
0: Can, and, can uh, I just say, with that, you, you did post a screenshot. It was like, here's the gigabyte size or whatever. So the I did all, size, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I did all these searches for the bloody gigabyte size of games, <laughs> trying to find it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Same, you Doom know, Eternal's that size, but it wasn't that,
1: so yeah, that's interesting. So, I after I said that, then I googled the file size and I couldn't find it either. So, oh, I don't okay. blame you. Um, and I and I saw Doom Eternal, like, oh, they're gonna think it's that. Um, no, the game I started this week was our biggest big week in gaming game of the year Control. Oh, oh how could
2: I not have guessed that?
1: Nice, I was nice. thinking about it, but
0: yeah, I didn't, I didn't guess it, not the ultimate edition. Ha- no, no, not the. Ultimate you know, you
2: know edition. what I did though. I bought because I think I did what you—you you obviously got it on Game Pass, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah, ended up just buying
2: <laughs> the DLCs for it for like twelve or thirteen dollars or whatever it was, just so I could get the Ultimate Edition.
1: Yeah, so I am not going to speak too long to it because um, I think that it's probably worth having like a bigger discussion when we've all had a chance to play it. Yes, mm. um, of course you know the story and the atmosphere and everything about the the feel of the game and and the and you know just the mystery is it's is awesome like it's Mm. as i knew it would be um i will say the early like three or four hours of that game until it starts giving you the better abilities kind of it's like if it didn't have all that other cool stuff and look great and have great physics, then it kind of plays a bit like a generic shooter for my tastes. But mm. it starts, it starts opening that stuff up. So, um, yeah, the abilities are really cool. Yeah, I'm having having quite a bit of fun with it. And the last game, um, which I didn't play much of, but I'll just mention was I also started ukulele uh, in the Impossible Lair. Ah, oh, man, I really
0: want to play that game. Nice.
1: Yeah, so I've only probably played through about first four levels or something so not not too far in um my game's really really neat um just like the other games though i just don't think i was in the mindset because i was like if a game just wasn't valhalla i just wasn't having a great time i like how um, all these
0: games are suffering ridiculous they are they are and like
1: no joke i actually i actually said you know what? I'm going to load up Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered because I'm like, I need, I <laughs> wow. need, I need to... I need a hit. Uh, oh it's Valhalla's like, okay, Creed I can't hit. play Valhalla and I need to play through 3 Remastered. But the problem the problem <laughs> is, is, is the I've worst tried game this. Ever, probably. I've tried this before, is that swapping straight from one of the new Assassin's Creeds to the older ones is super jarring, not because of graphics, not because of presentation, but because the controls are so different. In oh. The older ones compared to the newer ones that it's super jarring. So I, you have to leave quite a bit of time. I think, um, especially if I'm planning to go back to Valhalla if they patch it soon. So yeah, so that's been my week. A bit of high lows there. So how long do you think it'll take yes. until they patch Valhalla? I reckon the safe patch because people losing massive amounts of progress. I reckon that'll be patched within the next two weeks. Oh, okay, hmm. and then you're like playing. A priority. Oh yeah, I'll I'll. I'll continue to mainline it because I, I want to do, I want to like be able to talk, do some final thoughts, and do a ranking on the series. So, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. And nice. see what
0: happens in the story. So. Mm. Mm. I, you know, like, <laughs> so I got a bunch of games for Christmas, and, you know, I had this whole backlog of games that I was going to get for Christmas. And it's shocked me which game I've played the most, like religiously, every day, multiple times which a day. One? Which one? You have a guess.
1: Let me let me open my switch up.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I block all all my things now because I don't want to uh, don't want have any incidents where I'm uh, playing a game that I shouldn't be. Game and watch Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> Mario Kart Live. Oh, really? Every yes, day? Like, yeah, every day. So part of it be. is my son wants to play it. Like he he. It it's such a cool toy man. It's such a cool toy for you. Like when you have a kid, it's it's next level because huh. you know like other RC cars, you know, they're cool and everything, but this has got like a screen, you can put it on the TV. Press press perspective. Yeah, and he can drive it a little bit oh, and then he chases that. after it. it. It's just <laughs> oh, cool. it's really really cool. It is weird though that out of every Mario Kart game and I've played yeah, I've played every single Mario Kart game. Um I think this is the hardest Mario Kart game there is. <laughs> Like normally with Mario Kart I'll just dominate Because it's got real physics Well, yeah, I think so I think it's that Like they're racing And they have no disadvantages All the four opponents that you have But you have the disadvantages Of like different surfaces All this other stuff happening Um, But it it is a really mind-bending game Because things will happen in the game And I'm like Oh, is this thing defective Or is there something wrong with it? It's like Oh, no, no, no It's because there's wind in the level <laughs> that I'm playing, so the cart's <laughs> going to the side, and I'm like,
2: "This is that's so cool."
0: And and there was one part where it I won't give a, give away all of it, but there's one part where there's a mirror mode. So what you're seeing on the screen is mirrored.
2: Whoa, that'd be trippy. But
0: the controls are mirrored. So like in real life, obviously it's it is what it is. But in man. the game, it's the opposite. But it's it just works <sighs> so seamlessly because the controls have wow. been reversed. It, it's just such a cool game, man. Like. I'm actually surprised that people didn't, you know, when it came out, didn't kind of hype it up more. Like I get that it has like, it's a bit flaky, it drops out, like all, I've had all those issues, but I just think when something's like so magical like that, I just Hmm. look past that because it's just so cool. It's just like such a fun, neat idea that when you're a kid, you're like, oh, how cool is this? So, can I ask, are you changing the track
1: setup, or do you have, like, a permanent track now?
0: Oh, no, I don't have a permanent track. That's actually not the craziest idea, because it's just images. Like, so, if you just scan the image, you could kind of mount it on anything you want and make that a permanent gate. So, you need to set up four gates, minimum, somewhere. But um, I was getting a bit out of control. I was like, oh, I might move the car out of the garage. Because <laughs> I've got a concrete garage. I'm like, I wonder what surface that would be. Now now I look at people's houses. I'm like, I wonder how that would go on that surface. On <laughs> <laughs> <Under> the roof. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it's really, really fun. I, I, you know, I've been playing a lot of other games. I've been playing, you know, a lot of uh, Mario 64. I had to put it down because I, I was probably like halfway through it. I'm like, oh, I've got all these other things I need to play. Why am I playing a game that I've beaten many times before? Um
1: so you got it for Christmas, that's why.
0: Yeah, well, but that was funny, that one, because it was meant to be for Christmas, but I realized that it was in my Switch collection, which is just behind me. And, like, I'd never given it to my wife to wrap Oh, whoops. So it's just, It was like sitting on a shelf. For like... Self-imposed Christmas. Uh, yeah, exactly. Did, um, did
2: she actually get most of the gifts for you? Or did you just get a lot, most of it yourself for yourself? No, no, she, yourself? Did, she did. And, like, and she wrapped them up. She,
0: the big ones and everything okay. like that. So, and, you know, I didn't know that they were coming. Um, So, you know, that was cool. But it's just like, you know, I don't know. I'm very picky. I'm, I realize, like, what a bastard I am. I watched this video of um a kid who this was from like 10 years ago, it popped up on YouTube and it was basically this kid wanted a PS2 and the kid was so gracious. He was just like, Oh no, it's, it's all I good. I remember that. It's all yeah. good. And then like, you know, the parents were just tricking him and then they, you know, had a controller or something. And then he goes, Oh, but it's a PS2 controller. I've got a PS1. And then the mum's like, oh, I'm so sorry. We're so dumb. Uh, and then they're getting more and more PS2 gear. And he's like, oh, don't worry, <laughs> so mum. Cool. Don't worry. But it's the best. He's a charger. He's, he's like the opposite gayler. to me. He was so nice about it. He was oh, just like, awesome. oh, you know, it's all right, mum. You did your best. It's the thought that oh. counts. He's like this oh. eight-year-old kid or something. What a cool kid. I don't know. He's already like a better, better person than I am. <laughs> after, like 30 I years. wonder what he's doing now.
2: He's <laughs> it be 18 now. Probably so. bashing his wife or something. Oh, um, oh, oh come on!
0: To no. edit after that, she's that
2: <laughs> got ducked pretty quick.
1: Um, if yeah. you're listening to
2: this, please reach out. So we, wait, we yeah,
1: what, what, <laughs> so what? Sorry, what was the relation to what we're talking about? I, I missed that. no.
0: I'm saying like with I'm a very difficult person to get presents for. Okay. Notoriously bad. Like I'm terrible. I don't know. There's something in me that's just I'm really bad at it. Like, receiving gifts. You spoiled little brat. I'm very spoiled, yeah. I'm very Yeah, spoiled.
2: well, you re- you got, like... Jesus Christ, you got, like, thousands of dollars worth of gifts, probably.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's nuts. And then the last one is uh, Override 2. So, I'm doing a review for Vux for that game. Yeah, you know what? It's really hard to review a fighting game. Because I think it's very subjective. I don't know what you think, Swinny. Just in general. Not this game in specific. Well, yeah. Also...
1: Who, who, what are the people reading and expecting? Are they expecting you to go delve deep into the actual mechanics or just like surface level? Because mm. they're two, too like when you're talking about fighting games, they're two very different things where you're just talking about, oh, you know, the characters and the story and the modes, as opposed to, oh, you can do like there's like all these different versions of parries and things like that. You know, I don't know how technical mm. this game is, but. Like, I would hate to have to ever review something like a Street Fighter game or something.
0: That's actually a really good insight that you've given me. Because I haven't finished writing the review, but I want to then make sure that I have a few different audiences in mind. And maybe figure out a way to, you know, seamlessly put that through the review. Because I think that Mm. is really critical. It's like, if you're going to just buy the game because you're like, oh, it's some mech game. You know, you need to have a perspective like that. Like, is it a good Switch version of the game, because there's some mm. is- issues with that. Um, and then if you're like a arena, because it's like an arena fighter. If you're an arena fighter fan, how does it stack up? Um, yeah, no, that's it's a really tricky. good insight.
2: I think it's also a tricky one because you, you need to compare it against, I guess, other games, just in case it's just a random game you want to pick up and you're not into the genre. Mm. But then I think it also helps to compare it to other games in the genre, because there'll be diehard you know, fighting fans that want to know if it's worth picking this one up yeah but it's a hard one
0: yeah it is
2: because it's it's not a niche kind of market if you know what i mean or a genre it but is. it's no it is it it's is niche enough that there's certain dahad fans of that particular genre and i also think it's one of those almost a polarizing kind of genre where you're either into fighting games or you're kind of not yeah, there's great. a few people i think that are in between
3: so
1: well <laughs> yeah, like we are we are we gonna speak to it at the end or we're we gonna see how we go time wise
0: so, uh, I'm thinking yeah. we can
1: spend some time talking well, speak- about it a bit later. Speaking of time-wise, uh, I, yeah,
0: I, yeah, yeah. Go on, I
2: haven't had a chance for the biggest piece of news this week. Okay? No one asked me what I've been playing, but I'll tell you what no, I've no, been I'm playing. No, a- no.
0: I'm asking <laughs> what you've been playing.
2: I will tell you what I've been playing. So, you know how I've been a massive Sony shill? <laughs> huge Sony shill, as you can see. Even though, yeah. they're obviously not sponsoring me. It's anyway, co- anyway,
0: it's covered. You know what? People are going to go nuts. There's people who are desperately wanting a PS five, and yours sitting- oh, has it. Has it literally moved from no, last week?
2: I, it has, it has, it has. And I Just I didn't make a dro- video, uh, Demon Souls and stuff. <laughs>
0: ah, okay, but okay.
2: more importantly, a certain exec from Sony, whose identity I cannot divulge. Yeah. Happened to listen to our podcast, and he went, "Wow, I love your podcast!" Of course, I want to send you something. And you know what he sent me? You guys aren't going to believe this. It's it's amazing. It's mind blowing. <laughs> I know you can't see this, Winnie, but I have it right here. They sent me. <laughs> I'll describe it. The prototype of the PlayStation Five Mini.
0: <laughs> what are you? you huh?
2: Mean, it's, huh? A, it's
0: a Lego. It's a Lego Is version. It cool or of what? PS5. <laughs> it does look cool though. It even has a
2: little stand. See. <laughs>
0: A little disc drive. So, so just for our audience, Mike does these posts on like Reddit, I was Is it Imgur? Oh, no, I, was... I don't do them on that. No, you was... did before.
2: Not really. Just an Instagram. Uh, dude, I've on Instagram. seen
0: you on <laughs> Imager with your images. Oh, no, that was,
2: that was yonks ago. Yeah. That was unrelated to this stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah,
0: yeah. a lot of those things you do go viral. Like so viral that I'll be randomly on the internet and I'll see a post from you. <laughs> Like that is that is really viral. I'm, I'm surprised you haven't taken a photo of this little mini Lego PS5 and then have the PS5 in the background.
2: I'll I'll, I'll do I'll do a proper one. I'll okay. post it up. Oh, and I also made. I think you have seen this before. A little controller stand. Yeah, I I told you about that. You did. You did. You sent you sent me. This stuff. <laughs> I like you
0: telling me like as if I don't know what you're talking. About. Well, no, because because
2: because I didn't. You know, and and, and again, sorry, Swiny and anyone actually listening to this. I'm actually trying to show it off. Um. You can even put the little the little PS on there, and then if you get the controller, it's perfectly oh. on here. Oh uh, see, yeah. And I even printed the the PS logo using one of those uh, <laughs> HP sprockets. So now I, I guess I am probably going to do this for all the different controllers.
0: So can you can you can we turn this into merch for the podcast?
2: I I was thinking exactly that. Yeah, we can make these <laughs> little merch things. So if if you if you guys want to buy one of these, we Wait. are not selling them.
1: I was going to say, wouldn't but, the cost, considering it's Lego, wouldn't oh, it yeah, cost the cost Oh, yeah, the cost of astronomical. <laughs> is it really expensive? No,
2: nah, it's actually it something like this would probably not be that much. There's yeah. not that many pieces in this. And they're not exactly... Oh, maybe like the bendy ones are slightly more esoteric pieces. that might cost a bit more. But the rest of it, I think, is pretty standard. So, pieces, so yeah.
0: if, you, if you do all the, the viral legwork, because you're all good at the viral stuff. Right. I'll set up the pre-order stuff. Okay. Because or else you'll get a queue of like a thousand orders.
2: Oh, of course. a thousand How, ma- how many would you be willing we- to make? <laughs> One of my sweatshop? I don't know. Maybe
0: hey, we can the, just- All the profit's uh, going to go to you. All the profit's going to go to you. Do the people, no, have, no, do no, the people have
1: to- Shared um, profits. Do they have to construct it? Do you send it to them in little plastic bags?
2: Well, I, like, I think that would be more fun, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, I think so. Oh, and then I you, mean, can, make you instructions. can do it yourself. What's
2: the point? I you think can make instructions. I think making, making instructions would be super easy because I've got yeah. the LEGO designer. So maybe I'll do that at the very start.
1: Because I'm just wondering okay, <laughs> is that a thing? Do people make like custom LEGO builds and then resell them? Possibly. I'd like, the call it a thing. Like, I can seen. you do that legally?
0: <laughs> I, of course you can. But you know what, Mike? Like, I have to yeah. say that. If you sold this, how, like, so, do, do you know how much the cost of the parts would be?
2: Nah, I wouldn't be. Uh, look, to, is it like to thirty estimate?
0: bucks? Is it like thirty bucks for the parts? Uh,
2: yeah, maybe thirty bucks more. Probably maybe less. Forty.
0: Oh, okay. The, so the, pro-
2: the problem, bucks. is, you know, you got to actually obtain particular parts. That's the tricky
0: part. Yeah. If otherwise, if you, otherwise it if you said be to me much. that was like thirty nine dollars Australian, maybe forty nine, you, even you'd buy it. I right? would probably Just buy it. Cool. I told yeah. you that I wanted one of those. Yeah, and then you made it for yourself.
1: Yeah, I should have sent you off for Christmas. I'm sorry. Next <laughs> year, maybe. There, aren't there existing products out there that are going to be way cheaper that do the same thing? There are. Yeah,
2: but they're, no, they're not made one. out of Lego. Exactly. You can't build it yourself.
0: It's okay. different. This is why. You I don't mean, if go viral, it's really so you have a 3D printer,
2: you can make your own, but it's, that's not the point. The point is, yeah, it's having... I
1: don't, I don't want to be viral right now.
2: A little <laughs> <cute> thing. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's actually oh, bad a lot to of Lego here actually.
0: And have you been playing any games, Mike? Apart from just games? Nah. Who plays games nowadays?
2: Yes, I have been. I've been playing uh, a little bit of control as well, just oh. trying to uh, to finish that off. And so there could have
0: been a point in time where you both were playing control, and you didn't. Even yeah,
2: probably. Know. Mm-hmm. More than likely, we were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Could've I been played in the sync. last night. <laughs> could have been in sync. And I I picked up uh, the Leighton, the Professor Layton game. Oh, on okay. Oh, you don't play as Professor Layton in this one, even though it's still called that, because you play as Catrielle Layton, who's his daughter,
1: I think. Is she a professor?
2: No. I don't think so. False a advertising. private investigator. So but the game the game's good, it's just I find maybe maybe because the they balance the curve of the difficulty of puzzles a bit more. Everything so far in like the first twenty five odd puzzles that I've done is it feels a little too easy. Mm. And the puzzles don't maybe feel as good as I remember the games being on, on the DS. What? And I don't know if that's because they ran out of ideas or...
1: Sorry, do you know the actual title?
2: Uh, nah, off the top of my head, I forgot it. <laughs> okay. So, it's I... the Professor
1: Layton game on Switch. We something, something. The something.
2: Girl. Okay. <laughs> there's only one of them. No, there's so... only one. There's only one. There's only one. Game okay. Yeah. Okay. On okay. So, if you pick it up, it was 36 bucks at EB and I figured, you know what, I'll I'll grab that. Um and look, I love it. I love those kind of games. Mm. I think it's it's a really cool kind of game that you just pick up and all sorts of different puzzles and stuff. And they've got this um, this other thing where you can download a daily puzzle. But because the game's been out for so long, it just downloaded 365 puzzles
0: in <laughs> one go. No so way! Is that what it
2: did? It, it did. But but here's the thing. Here's the, here's the thing. It's not as amazing <laughs> as that. There's actually only about I think 20 odd different types of puzzles, and within that, they just get harder and harder so like they just introduce ah, slightly annoying. harder to spin annoying. to it so to speak yeah so it's not really mean, like 365 totally different how puzzles unfortunately
1: <laughs> but, but I mean good. it makes sense just think of the actual like logistics of, of making 300 new puzzles that someone potentially exactly, might download yeah. each day like it makes sense you're gonna do exactly. variations you kind of have to do that but why and wouldn't they uh,
0: just like do it once a week then
2: like a whole proper new puzzle a week that would yeah. be cool yeah 52 new puzzles I would be happy i look more for it the the only other thing I'll quickly say about it, because I'm not, I'm not reviewing it, but just, just for people that want to get it, um, I find I just want to play the game, but you have to sit there listening to all the conversations, just like you got it sit so here listening to me now. And it gets a little tiring after a while. We're just like, just give me the damn puzzles. not I don't want to hear about your <laughs> mm-hmm. life story of a bakery and your twin brother or whatever. Like
1: it's just that's- a bit... Part of the I know it's part of, like- of the game.
2: I know it is, but it kind of sometimes it feels like it just goes a, l- it drags on a little too long. And there's one mechanic that, from a game design perspective, I don't really get why they did it. So you, you guys would remember in in the previous games, you get rats, which is like a puzzle can be twenty up to fifty. Hmm. I think it was. Um, the mechanic in this one is, and I think the previous ones might have had the same thing: is if you fail a puzzle, so you give the, the incorrect answer, even though in a lot of the puzzles, you can't actually get them incorrect because you can only solve them if you've actually done it correctly. Um, it deducts some of the pickerats. But at the very start of the game, it said at the end, if you have a big amount of pickerats or something, something along those lines, you get to, uh, to reveal more of the story or something like that. Yeah. So it kind of punishes people for you know, playing the game properly. You basically feel like you just want to save at every single step of the way. So before you click on something, just in case it's a puzzle, you want to make sure you get a hundred percent on it. And it, it mm. kind of it's a weird mechanic. I don't know why so they did that. You're safe scumming Professor Layton. <laughs> 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 yep. <laughs> no, for- fortunately so far the puzzles have been so ridiculously easy <laughs> that I haven't actually had to load. But yeah.
0: uh, I love it. I love it. All right, why don't we get into our first news story, the headliner for this week? <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> uh so after twenty-eight years, the working prototype of the unreleased Workboy, which is an add on for the Game Boy, has finally been uncovered by video game historian Liam Robertson. Uh, I, I think both you and I, Swinney watched this video when it came out because we're probably are very big on their um their channels. So it popped up in my feed straight away and I was like, Oh wow. Uh so again, the workboy so I'd always heard of the workboy. The workboy it had its own like hardware keyboard that plugged into the Game Boy, so the same port I believe that you use to transfer games uh, to other people. It also had software with it, so it had twelve apps: uh, address book, calculator, etc. Et PDA stuff, um, and yeah, there's a really cool video on it uh, on the Did You Know Gaming YouTube channel. you Should check it out.
2: I need to subscribe to that. So. You guys sent me the link and legit, this was one of the coolest things I've seen on YouTube for some reason. I don't know why. I just think it was really well put together. Yeah, so well. It was awesome to see the part of the history. Um, the guy interviewed the people that worked on it. There was a bit of an investigative kind of work. The cool coincidence that I don't want to spoil was really cool. And yeah, it was just... It was really, really sweet. Um, in terms of the device itself, I don't know if, if you guys had, had big thoughts that you wanted to sort of talk about it. I'm not surprised... That it didn't really see the light of day. Um, It's actually explained in the video why I guess it didn't. But I think from my perspective, I would have been surprised if it really made it big. Um, I I don't, I mean, I don't know. I mean, this was what in 1992, 93, if I recall
1: correctly, was was the video? It was 92. The thing is, though, like weird peripherals, I think, were a lot more almost more acceptable back then in some ways. Like the Game Boy camera had no right to be as popular as it probably ended up being. But that um, was
2: really cool. It was an
1: awesome little thing. Yeah, but like... back like then, even... you,
2: there were no digital cameras. Like, oh, there were, but it was re- like super hard to get your hands on a digital camera.
1: Yeah, the thing with this though, I think the price point would have been really rough. Now, I can't remember yeah. how much, for instance, the Game Boy camera did cost, but I'm sure it didn't cost more than the price of the system. So
2: well, well, okay, let's just spoil it for everyone. So the Game Boy at the time <laughs> <Spoilers>. was ninety <laughs> ninety US dollars. Um and this thing was going to be, I think, eighty five or something like that. But before they were about to sort of get to the final stages of finishing the product and trying to launch it, uh Nintendo announced that they were going to cut the price. Well, I think it was rumored, right? That they were gonna cut oh, rumored, yeah. So as a result, they kind of went. Well, if this thing costs more than the actual console itself, is it going to sell? And I think they cut the project there as a result of that. Um, I, I do want. It's one of those things that it really makes you wonder how, what I guess, what a snowball effect it would have had in the industry, not just in the gaming industry, but I guess in the in the PC industry, the business industry. If this thing was actually released, the impact it would have had on people. And I'm, I'm talking about, you know, say say someone picked it up or their dad had it and they were really fascinated by it and they ended up kind of going into the industry and creating all these different apps and new peripherals for it. It, it could have like completely changed a lot of things, I think. So it's interesting that I think a little thing like that caused a, a, a Y fork in the technical roadmap of society. I think
1: it's really cool. Could you imagine walking to, like, a business meeting and then whipping out your game work Boy in the workboy attachment? Like we talked to Gentlemen? B- we've talked before about power moves. That's a power move. It's like, that is a power move. That's my, that's you my can, you bloody workboy. That's my work Boy. There.
2: Look at that off-white colour on the Game Boy. Look at those. <laughs> Look right. at the texture on that.
0: <laughs> okay, just because I'm a very weird person and I... I have access to a lot of different information because of this podcast. I actually can tell you the Australian price of the Game Boy camera when oh, it yeah? came out. So, the Game Boy Pocket at the time was $75. Uh, the Game Boy camera was selling for 90 and it launched at
2: $100. Whoa, so it was launched more. at 100 And
0: the Game Boy printer was How much $110. The- $110. Wow, how much so... was the Game Boy,
2: though, back then? I just
0: said uh, 75. The
2: Game Boy itself was 75.
0: Game Boy Pocket was 75.
1: Wow, so it was way more. Yeah. Well, so wait, like the Game Boy up... Pocket? Yeah, yeah, because was... the Game Boy, Game Boy wasn't itself.
0: selling. So, the Game Boy Camera came out in 98, which, to me, it felt like <laughs> Game Boy Camera came out, like, 92 or something like yeah, that.
2: Yeah. It's way later than... It's almost, like, just wow. 20
0: years ago that it came out. It's amazing how much it's No, but I, it's I think advanced. it's
2: quite late in in the cycle of the... The Game Boy, the Game Boy oh, had a massive cycle. cycle. It was like ten years. It had a 12 huge years, cycle, yeah. yeah. And was it largely unchanged during that period, if if anything at all? Yeah, did until they, really they released
0: doing? the color in for Memory Ninety Nine. Color came out, I think. Yeah. Um,
1: but I mean, the hard much? the hardware, like in terms of like the screen qualities and stuff, like there was significant changes in the different iterations they did there. Oh, but you it reckon? Was mainly... the pocket was just a slight. Better. Oh no! I'm saying like the different versions, like the um, so the po- the pocket, but also what was the what was that one that was like a was
0: like a higher contrast screen or something? That was a, it was like a silver color. Um, Are you talking about the Game Boy Light?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, but that never came out in anywhere other than Japan.
1: Yeah, so I'm just saying, like they're in terms of like they were like I think. At the time, what I would consider significant changes, but when it comes to the actual, like, the actual, like, the chipsets, and, you know, like, it wasn't until the Game Boy Color, which Game Boy Color, we've talked about, is essentially a different system in a lot of ways. So, yeah, mm. yeah. It's got the oh, yeah, Game totally
0: Boy different. chip on it, and then it's got an extra chip. So, yeah, look, I, like, I actually think this device would have been sick. Like, it, this is really dating ourselves, but I remember when the Palm <laughs> Pilots were coming out. And mm-hmm. I'd, I'd go into, like, I think it was Tandy back then. And I don't yeah. know, I'll just cover this device. There's something, because at the time, you know, we're in a totally different world. Like my kids, they are going to grow up where like phones are ubiquitous and have always been there. Right. It's like a little computer that you carry. That's so power, so much more powerful than the computer I had when I was a kid. But yeah, the Palm Pilot, I was just like, Wow.
1: This it was pretty cool, just yeah. so cool. No, I like, remember. I would
0: do, and you know, <laughs> I've always been this crazy thing about productivity, and it's partly why I've automated so many things. Like, this idea of I could do this, I could save this, I don't need to have an address book, I could have my address book in here or all this until the batteries run thing. out, or <laughs> yeah, it crashes or something, it crashes
2: or something, and it think, raises everything. I think
0: this thing I would have been so into, like, I, I don't think I would have gotten it because it's too expensive. I didn't get a Game Boy camera that was i remember when it was came coming out because i was working it would have had to been back then i think i was working like work experience at a game store and yeah, i
1: remember that i remember that
0: yeah 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 so i have technically worked at retail game store i feel like <laughs> you have to do that if you're a content creator so um, i like so can
1: i just say before we get away from that i like that you worked at a video game store and mike and i worked at the um uh, magistrate's, the magistrate's court, court of Victor- <laughs> in victoria <laughs> Hey, we got to see all these murders. It was really all cool. I could say
0: is, I'm using my experience stories twenty um, something years later. So I think I've been working there for two <laughs>
1: weeks. Can you, can you believe they got me to uh, actually add court records into their database? That's crazy. Yeah, I remember kid, that. A work experience. Kid.
2: And they led us into those into the courtroom to watch all the the murder cases. And I remember there was a murder case where they showed pictures of. Just this bloody bathtub, <laughs> and I'm like, whoa! This is a bit <laughs> insane for a kid. But hey,
0: also just putting the Game Boy camera back into context. So a Game Boy was like seventy-five bucks. Tetris was like thirty dollars Australian. Hmm. You know, and then games that were coming out at it's most like... were like forty bucks, fifty bucks. So it's at really about most.
2: the same as today. Well, not the Switch. Like a DS. A DS is like what two hundred bucks? You get a game for. You can't
0: buy a DS, but seventy.
2: I'm just saying, like, the relativity when the DSs were, you know, the 3DS and 2DS and all those. Maybe, maybe relatively speaking, consoles are more expensive now, but that was actually a pretty good ratio. You yeah. Know, half I mean, the price for a game, that's not bad.
0: From memory, I think it was like, the Game Boy was like about 150 Australian when it launched. Okay.
2: And but Tetris was 30 Just
0: getting back to the Workboy, I, I would have loved this. I think... It's weird, because I knew about the Workboy. I, what I didn't know, I don't know about you, Swinny, I didn't realize that the Workboy was unreleased because I'd seen images of it before.
1: Well, they went into that in the video where I I think that's a common misconception that people mm. thought it was just a very a very rare accessory yeah. because Yeah. And I don't blame people because it was shown off in the gaming magazines as yeah. like, oh, this is a product that's come come out and because the internet didn't really exist in a, you know, in a general capacity at that point, you just assume that stuff came out and you just didn't know what happened to it. Because mm. did you did you know it was, was out only... or not? No, I I, I well honestly I I'd, I'd forgotten all about the workboy until this this story. So mm. I yeah.
0: Because so. I do think it's funny that the the singer. Sewing Machine Accessory for the Game Boy. Have you heard about this, Mike?
2: I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Wow, okay.
0: So, that was released. That was released. (laughs) What? That is a
2: niche market. (laughs)
0: It actually was released. people had a Game Boy and were into sewing? (laughs) People actually who had it say it's actually a really cool, like, item. Like, it actually is really smart implementation because you can, uh, I think you can edit the patterns on the Game Boy itself. Okay, that's
2: pretty cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: So that's quite clever, actually. I guess yeah, it's pretty clever. I'm, I'm not too up to date with sewing machines, but I'm sure that there's like an app for sewing machines now, right? Have to be. They would machines. have yeah. to be. My sewing machine. <laughs> I have, have, an, have it. an app for my toothbrush. There's
1: got to be. An... That's yeah. True. It's the
2: my, t- dude, and that app is just it never works properly for me.
1: I, anyway, <laughs> my toothbrush has <laughs> achievements. To one. My toothbrush yeah. has <laughs> achievements. I, exactly. Can I? Can I just ask? What it's a not, world we're It's living. not
0: linked to Microsoft, though, right? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've right, well, been brushing questions. his teeth
2: multiple times a day. He'd I've be been like, grinding out the he'd teeth
0: He'd have the cleanest week. teeth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've been safe Fairly scrubbing whites. the teeth. <laughs> oh, oh, safe uh, yeah.
1: scrub. Did you say safe
0: scrubbing? <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: that's a great pun. That's a great pun.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, uh, do, you, do you think that um, it was a bad idea or a good idea that they didn't release this? Because they did pull the pin because of the pricing, but... No, I think the pricing would have would have mattered to be honest. I mm. think people would have still Because it's it's not it wasn't
2: it wasn't like a game or a peripheral that a lot of kids would necessarily use. I can imagine a lot of their parents going, "Oh, this is cool, and I might use this myself," and they would fuck the extra cash.
1: I think it was so, a bad idea simply because of how much longer the Game Boy was in market for, which they wouldn't have known so the I, fact of that- not releasing it, you mean. Yeah, so I reckon yeah. yeah, so I reckon if they would have released it, considering the Game Boy, as you said, like Game Boy Camera was what, ninety eight? This was mm. ninety two. <laughs> exactly. like, that there's actually in mid you know, mid lifetime mm. of the Game Boys, so there would have been a long time where they could have sold these things. Mm. Um and it was still a product that was being moved off the shelves. So and once
2: they, yeah, exactly. Once they, you know, sold a whole bunch of units,
1: they could have looked at reducing the price, reducing costs, et cetera. And they would it's have been shame. able I to really... release, like, um, I'm I'm guessing, I don't know exactly how the um, keyboard and the software, if this was possible, but they could have released, like, a second version of the software that had more or additional apps and stuff, you yeah, know, so you could swap it in and out and things. But
0: you know. I actually, because I, and, Swinny, what do you reckon? Should we just reveal some of the cool stuff that was in the video or should we save it for people if they want to watch it? I
1: reckon we need to call out the the ROM stuff at least. That's that's so freaky. That was really cool.
0: Yeah, so, so what had happened is that they'd been working with the creator and the owner of the company that was developing this device... And they were actually able to secure a physical version
2: of the device. The only one in existence, basically, that that is known.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And when they plugged it into the Game Boy, they didn't realize that you need a Game Boy cartridge with it as well. Which, you know, seems like a massive oversight, but anyway. um, So it was a bit disappointing for the creators. But then we actually covered this. So the leaks that happened. And, you know, we haven't covered the recent leaks because, you know, it's always a bit... um, it's a bit difficult, I think, with the leaks. I think, in general, we don't like to cover it unless it's really major news. But uh, one of the leaks that happened was a bunch of Game Boy information was leaked in, like, one tranche of information, including uh Pokemon Picross game. I don't know if you've seen that, Swinny. Um, but one other thing, and I remember at the time when this got released, that the Workboy, or well, one of the versions of the Workboy ROM... Was actually released. So I don't believe this was the final version that they covered it, that they sort of mentioned in the video, but it was a very mature version of the Workboy ROM. And that those two things, you know, discovering the prototype and the ROM getting released totally unassociated. Within two weeks with it, or something, uh, it was. Yeah, it was two, weeks, yeah. two weeks. Two um, weeks. Which is just, just wild. Mm. Like,
2: oh, awesome coincidence.
1: It's just, yeah, like we're talking, you know how many years, what, 28 years time frame there for this stuff to kind of align. It's just, that's insane. Yeah. I I
2: got excited watching the guy boot it with the ROM and it working. And I was just watching this video. Can you imagine, was it Liam, I think? What was the dude's name? Sorry, again? Yeah, Liam Robertson. Yeah, imagine him. He would have been like, ah, screaming off camera.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Can't believe this is working. This is so cool. Yeah, and, and, you know, like, hats off to him. Like, what a, what a get as well, like, for this kind of it's very awesome, niche yeah. community. But I love this kind of stuff. And to be able to do something and discover something, add value to the community by, you know, discovering this stuff. And then, you know, it's just such a good video. It's an awesome video. It's, it's Check really it out. cool video. Give it a like. Also,
2: kudos kudos to, to the original, the maker who decided to send him the one and only sample. Frank, I mean, this thing could be worth... Frank Baloo's or Baloo? Yeah. That's it, yeah. This thing could be worth... Who knows what? Like, well, I, you know, I reckon it could be worth a mint. It really could mm, be. It's the only known one in existence, I'm fairly and it's got certain, history to it.
1: And I'm fairly certain he has. He's giving it back to the guy. Of course I, he would be. Yeah, yeah But
2: yeah. I was sitting there going when he said, and and then it arrived in my mailbox. I'm like, holy moly! I hope there was bloody registered post <laughs> with insurance on it, because <laughs> yep. you wouldn't want to get
0: lose that thing. Having said that, you know the Nintendo PlayStation. Have you heard of this, Mike? Yes. Yeah. So that only sold for three hundred thousand US. Now, like to only. me, yeah, nah, no, dude, like that is that is to me maybe the oh. yeah. But we're not a lot of money like you, so no, 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 know, did- <laughs> that's a lot
1: of money. <laughs> that know, was no, one I- of the, like most coveted coveted things probably in gaming history.
0: That's that's what I was about to say. Sweden. Yeah, you're like, right.
1: It's weird that it wasn't a bit more. Than I
0: that, was about yeah. to think like, but I-, I was really struggling to think through. I'm sure that there's something else, but. I would. I, could, I think you could easily make the argument it's the most important artifact in gaming, the Sony PlayStation. Mm. Uh, sorry, the Nintendo PlayStation. Why, though? Because it's the whole reason why the PlayStation exists, what Nintendo did to them. And, uh, like, I'm a Nintendo yeah, I shill. Yeah, guess, I guess it's but true. But Nintendo did it to, to them, that. Sony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They screwed them, right? Yeah, and then it, yeah. they went off and they created their own platform and then it became bigger than Nintendo's and they're doing different things now. And it, it's... From a gaming perspective, it it's like it such a critical cross kicked off a lot, Yeah, it was, it a was huge like the, snowball effect. It's like there, right? the pivot
1: point of modern gaming. You yeah, know, when you think yeah. about it, that's where everything changed. Yeah, mm. look, like, I admit it's games. A good, yeah. Video games went from being toys in the general mindset to being entertainment products and, you know, products for adults and stuff at that point.
0: Yeah. And I, so, and I think you know it's how you have Olympic... one device, you know. So
2: oh, look, I agree, I agree. You know how you have Olympic-sized swimming pools as the universal uh, measurement of size? So you go, okay, it's <laughs> sure. about like 20 olympic size swimming pools. <laughs> yeah, I do I that every day. Uh, every day, all the time. I use Corvettes, the <laughs> Chevrolet Corvette, as as a measure of the worth of something. And they're, they're like, just for the simplicity's sake, start at 50K US. So, you know, that's six of those cars. Mm. I picture six of those cars in a garage versus one of these things. And I think you're right. I feel like it's worth more of them. I it's, like it's worth, way it's more worth at that. least 20 of those cars,
0: when, when, given the history. When games that... How how much... We've covered it a lot, Swinny, but how, many, how much are these Mario Brother games selling for? Like hundreds of thousands, right?
1: Yeah, like 150k yeah. and stuff. Like and this that. is one game that, like... That yeah, has, you're right. There's
0: how many yeah. versions of them out there? You know, this is a yeah. one-of-a-kind, unique thing. But anyway...
2: So, that was a bargain, actually. We should have probably, uh, you know... I, I, tripped in and, uh... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think the guy was offered millions by people before, privately, and he turned it down, so he must be... What? Split. Oh, yeah. God, he must be spurned. <laughs> but
1: I will say that stuff, there's, there's possibly a lot of hear you say around that stuff as well. Maybe, so.
0: yeah. Oh, but I'd, I'd believe that for that item, and given that, like, Pokemon cards are selling for, like, half a million bucks and things like that, like... Yeah. This is way more like important than that, but yeah. I just... gotta
2: hit up the uh, the Selvas and Torax see if anyone <laughs> gave up any uh, <laughs>
0: Pokemon cards. But uh, just closing out the workboy convo, uh, yeah, really cool item. Check out the video, uh, Swinny. Maybe we should uh, include the link in the the show notes.
1: Yeah, we'll absolutely let that should, in. yeah. Yeah, it's a very yeah, cool video. Help, <laughs> awesome,
0: awesome one to check out. So now let's jump into the Famitsu end-of-year interviews. So there were were a whole bunch of interviews done in uh, Famitsu Magazine, as a Japanese magazine, uh, all about the 2021, I believe. I think we had 2020 ambitions at one stage in our notes, Um, from various developers from uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment, Square Enix, Miss Walker, but then we'll start with Platinum Games. So with Bayonetta 3, so Bayonetta 3 has been in development for many, many years now. Um, And, and you know, I'll relay this in my perspective, Swinney. It's pretty much just a a copy, carbon copy of the last (laughs) four statements on this game. Four statements. It's it's going very well. You know, just are looking forward to it.
1: Sorry, can I just say up front to anyone that's, you know, found found this clip, um, watching this clip, you're not going to get a lot of new information here. So, at this this point, it's like whatever we can get kind of situation because we just haven't heard anything about this. But this is just... This is pure um, uh, cameo. Like, he's one of the biggest trolls, like Mm. video game developer trolls. And the fact that he essentially made a copy of his last statement last year, exact same thing, Bat Bayonetta 3, that's exactly the stuff he does all the time. It's just... It's crazy. Like, he... He blocks people on, on, on Twitter for saying nice things about him. Like, that's the kind of person he is. He does it all it. the time. It's wow. His, it's, it's his kind of thing, you know?
0: Yeah, and we'll cover it later because we're going to cover our most anticipated games in 2021. I do think that game's going to come out this year, Bayonetta 3. Bayonetta 3 um let's let's go on to what is this project gg i actually don't even know what this is, what, yeah, what yes, is this project GG. so project gg was a game that was teased um i can't remember
1: exactly when but the any any new announcement of a new platinum game is you know gets gets some hype behind it mm. but we haven't heard anything else oh,
0: since this is, then this is the new ip right Yes, so yeah.
1: it's it shows a video, it seems to be, uh, you know, some superhero, um, possibly kind of like an Ultraman thing, we don't know um, mm, And yeah, and the fact that he's pretty much said, you know, like that's, they've really started moving, they've finally started moving on it So their ambition for next year is to really, you know, I guess get into development on that game
0: mm. Yeah, and then we're with Sony Interactive Entertainment and Nicholas set, I think uh, there's a new project from the Astrobot devs. I mean, that's kind of a, like a no-brainer. Personally, Ooh, that I'd, could be interesting. I'd love if they expanded Astrobot into just a standalone game. It's amazing. Yeah, like like all their games have been really odd in a way, like a pack into the console or like a VR game where, yeah, as cool as that it's is, it's almost
2: like they're really cool tech demos. <laughs> yeah, and you feel like they should have just.
0: Yeah, it's weird.
2: Done
1: their own proper mm. non-tech demo thing. Well, yeah. that, but they're now at the point where that becomes super viable because people, anybody that bought a PlayStation 5 knows who mm. Astrobot is. Anybody that bought, bought a PlayStation VR likely knows who Astrobot is. So now they can they can make a full game and actually sell it. Back off that, yeah. If that's what I mean, they're planning on doing.
0: I mean, to be fair, like it feels like Astrobot will become PS5's mascot.
1: I think Sony's mascot in general. I yeah. think it's, it's yeah. almost there. Which is crazy. It
0: was just crazy. Yeah.
1: And they've tried, they've tried before, whether or not they were technically third party or not, to, you know, oh, Crash Bandicoot stuff. Like a lot of that is other, I guess, players and gamers kind of projecting that, you know, rather than Sony pushing that themselves. But um, it, it took them five generations, but they finally got themselves a, a mascot.
0: So. Yeah. And then they'll just dump it for the next generation as they normally do. <laughs> uh Tomoya Asano from Square Enix. Uh, another Bravely Default game. Or, yeah, I do like your, no- your note. Is this your note? Is it going to be Bravely 3rd or Bravely Default Three? No, that, they actually said that. They, <laughs> oh, not- really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I <sighs> would
1: just just put that out of nowhere. So they're like, so Mike, I don't know if you know much about it, but so they made Brave- <laughs> Bravely Default. Then there's a second game in the series called Bravely 2nd. Now which they said is the re-
0: sequel. Which they said is the sequel. They now
1: they're that. about to release Bravely Default 2 this year. Okay. Which is so, a different Bravely, so Bravely Default which to Bravely 2nd to Bravely Default 2. So now they're like, we don't know if we'll do a Bravely 3rd, which I think is actually a cool title, or, or Bravely, Bravely Default 3. three. So. Mm.
0: Like literally Wikipedia, I remember reading it at the time, had to uh, update its description of Bravely 2nd. Because it, oh no, it actually still says it's the sequel to Bravely Default. Well, They edited this. They must have a battle. Is, you know? on. You know, I love Wikipedia. I edit things on Wikipedia and every now and then like people get into battles about definitions. So the, I think they were having a battle whether it's a sequel or not, given now that there's Bravely Default 2. And now they're just describing it's another sequel. <laughs> no, you know what they're going to do here, Swinny? They're going to do Bravely Second 2. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, going on to, ha- Hira Nobu. All right, let me s- Hira- Sakaguchi. Hira Sakaguchi. Sakaguchi. I got the yes. Sakaguchi good. All right, thank you. So well, you, you me- cover this then. You cover this. All right. So this
1: is just a small thing, but um, so Sakaguchi's, you know, obviously heading up Mistwalker. Um, and he just mentioned that his uh, their Apple Arcade game Fantasian is actually nearing completion, uh, and so that should be released this year. And I actually checked out um. A clip of what fantasia is and i don't really understand if what they were showing was purely concept footage or that's how they're producing the game but it looks pretty neat they had dioramas where they set up like this cityscape and they're having 3d characters run around the dioramas on the on the screen so i'm like do they but then they had also like uh artistic effects coming off some of the environments that they had Mm -hmm. photographed so i'm like is that just how they're they're producing or is it a concept either way i'm like that's pretty cool because it looks it looked very much like a playstation style final fantasy where it was a, a set um set perspective almost 2d background um so it looked pretty cool uh, i do obviously hope that it comes to anything other than apple arcade because i won't be able to play it uh because i just don't have any apple products but mm. um it's and I still wish, obviously, that um, you know that Mr. Walker would also work on potentially a bigger title, um, another title, because um, I love Lost Odyssey, love, or well, quite liked Blue Dragon, um, and from what I've heard, the last story was great. It's just a shame that, honestly, I'm surprised that Microsoft, you know, I don't know how well those games worked out for them in the 360 era, but surprised they haven't really
0: come to them to try to get them to do something for them again. So. Mm. And then you've listed a bunch of anniversary celebrations. Personally, yeah. I'm getting sick of these anniversary celebrations. It feels like every 5 <laughs> years is now a major anniversary.
1: Well, the reason I listed these is because different so throughout the all the tidbits and interviews and um they mentioned that oh we're celebrating the anniversary this so we're hoping to do something. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that there might there's likely going to be stuff coming out of these anniversaries. Now there's actually I saw a, a graphic, and some of was wrong, but I saw a graphic the other day um, off Reddit or something and it showed all the anniversaries happening this year and there's, there's heaps that are essentially hitting like a 20th or 25th or 30th anniversary. There's so many because just think of the timeline around that era, you know, we're now getting to that point where it's really like 30 years and 25 years onwards. Um, oh,
0: but just on that though, because if you cut everything up into fives, as as now is the marketing ploy to do, it's like, heaps of games if you get a bucket gaming up into five buckets. Like, you're always yeah, going to... Every year, you're going to have a massive anniversary. I know, From that perspective.
1: We're talking... But I think, you know, at some point, like, you have to probably say, well, the cutoff is saying something's 25th, you know, like, well, there's I'll, anything beyond that. But yeah, anyway, just to, to get back just to...
0: just on that, what's the fair cutoffs for anniversaries? I think 25th, I just said it. So, 10th? How about 10th?
1: No, I think 20, 25, 25 yeah. years. 20. Is the think,
0: is, yeah, so you think, think 25 is the only time. one that you should celebrate for this kind of thing, yeah, Yeah. okay, yeah, that's fair.
1: So, just to get back, the, re- the reason I want to mention this, year is because there's likely stuff coming out from this, although some of some just I guess they're ambitions. But so, Dragon Quest has its 35th anniversary, yeah, uh, the mana series has its 30th anniversary, Persona has its 25th anniversary i'm assuming that's the persona series specifically not shin megami tensei because that was i guess late 80s so uh yeah that makes sense um ace combat has its 25th i think that one so actually its 25th was technically last year but the reason i mentioned this was no the reason i mentioned this was because they said that they had planned stuff for ace combat last year but because of everything that happened last year they couldn't realize it so they're hoping to, to do that to <laughs> so it's a release a lot of stuff anniversary then. that is yeah. so dodgy it's such a marketing ploy no no again this is these were generally quite um informal comments so it's about anyone that's that is into those combat series there's likely going to be some stuff that was already in production this year that was going to happen this year. So that's the whole reason I mentioned this. Mm. And the last one was uh, Fatal Frame is having its 20th anniversary. So yeah, I cool. wouldn't just go out of the way to randomly pick these. This is what came out of the interview of the developers themselves saying that they're yeah. hoping to celebrate this stuff somehow.
0: Yeah. And, and look, like, to be fair, I am a sucker for this stuff. If they release anything for Zelda for the 35th anniversary, <laughs> Metroid, I'll just buy it all. Like, I know I will. Especially Metroid. Mm. So actually fear if they go really hard on metroid i'm just almost thankful that it's such an unpopular franchise in the mainstream that fear it's very unlikely well you know if they release some crazy 499 australian dollar collection or something i'll probably buy oh, fear. it.
2: fear really yeah. i didn't realize they were massively into fear
0: no metroid <laughs>
2: oh metroid what did you say fear
0: what i do fear if oh you do
2: fear this. okay that makes, that makes a lot more sense yeah, you you definitely would buy it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would. I would. I don't know what the limit would be. I don't want to test it. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get into the next story. Uh, Monster Hunter. Uh, sorry, Monster Hunter. I can't believe I did that. Monster Sanctuary uh, had a really, really cool update. So Moirai, uh the game's developer, and you know a game that Swinny and I do appreciate and are fond of, they are actually making some changes to the game and including some changes... Where Sweeney, they pretty much said they wouldn't do, which is Mm -hmm. probably my biggest criticism of the game. That the game, especially for someone who's not fully into these type of games, it's just way too hard. It's way, way, way too hard. And they've said, okay, and I kind of find this funny, Sweeney. They're like, okay, we're going to add difficulty settings. We're bringing in a casual mode. But then we're also going to bring in a master mode, which makes what? it even harder. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but that
1: part it's interesting because it's likely was already planned for new game plus anyway, because sure, that's sure. the, the point of it. But it was the way they mentioned it, it's like we intended this game to be difficult, blah, blah, blah. And it's like we're gonna make it slightly easier. We we don't obviously don't know exactly how much easier that it will end up being, but it was very much. I think there was a there was a snide, a snide comment there. Oh yeah, like it was. I agree. Like really, people you find this too hard, and yeah, people did. Like I loved your game, but like really, like it was way too difficult.
0: Yeah, well, and look, you're, you're 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 like we like we always say you're the official hall of famer in Xbox, right? You're <laughs> no, all on the no, RPG, and you gave it up the game, which I can't believe. You have sure, to go back really? to it right to get the completion.
1: No, yeah. So i i i didn't i gave i gave it up in the sense I paused it because um, there just weren't many strategies out there because yeah. you essentially need good teams to be able to take down a lot of the tougher
0: battles or and, grind it out like crazy.
1: Well, it's like then I could sit there figure out which of these sixty bloody monsters I've got are going to be good a good mix for this battle, um, yeah. or I could just pause the game and then hope that some information comes out. And I'm glad I did now because. Um, honestly, I'm going to knock this down to the bloody casual setting. Like 100%. So
0: I am as well. And I think you and I are both normal to hard difficulty people, right? Yes. Like, yeah. Mike, you're normally always hard difficulty, right? No, no, no. I'm, I'm,
2: I'm not always hard. Oh, okay. Sometimes okay. I'm in, I'm soft,
0: but we would, we, we would normally like if there was five difficulty settings, you'd go for the fourth one, right? Uh, it depends on the game. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yep. But all I'm saying is, like, we'd probably skew more to like normal to hard, not like ultra hard or the the crazy master mode or whatever. I'm gonna do the same, Sweeney. When this release, I'm actually putting the game down, and when they release this update, and yeah, I'm gonna bump it, to, dude. You should play this game. It's on. You're gonna bump it. Bump it down. <laughs> I'll bump to, it down. Yeah. Bump it down to easy. Yeah,
2: I'll I'll play it when they when they do that. But I got I got a bit wary and scared when you guys mentioned how hard it was last
0: time. It, it's just. Uh, you know, like it is, and we, we've covered it before. Like, you can do whatever you want as a developer; it's your choice. It just, you know, as opposed to Dark Souls and Demon Souls and the Souls, game, what is it? Souls, Souls like Souls inspired games. That yes. <laughs> that it feels fitting for those games to be very very difficult. It feels fitting for me for whatever reason for crazy platformers to be difficult. It just doesn't feel fitting for like a Pokemon. Type game to be that difficult. I don't well, know. Also,
1: a... also yeah, pretty... unlike okay, so some a lot of turn based RPGs because this is honestly closer to a Final Fantasy game than a Pokemon game in a lot of ways. Those games have a lot of difficult bosses and things, that's but true. they're generally like end game stuff or they're optional things. There are fights in this game that are not optional that are super difficult if you don't have a good mix of peop- uh, of monsters, like oh. there's fights that just took me for ages to figure out what am I doing wrong here and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm thinking, am I just, is there something I'm missing and yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. because the monsters that I had focused on for the last couple of hours just were just absolutely sucked, so I had to then go and do other things, I came back and they also sucked, so I had to go back and find some, work on some more and there's I, I love a lot of the game, but it's it was too punishing at certain points. I just think that um, it just, and this is where these patches come in handy. Honestly, i I don't actually think I don't think this is enough. I think the actual main difficulty still needs some balancing. Myself, but I'm glad that they're doing this. So,
0: yeah, look, I, I totally agree. Like, I, I wish I wish it was just like the master mode was the normal mode because like, that's what it feels like to me. It's like so difficult this game, and it's such a cool game. It just makes it really inaccessible. And even with you, didn't you bump it down, you know, half a point or something like that out of ten for memory? Well, yeah, because I started hitting a lot of
1: those roadblocks mm. um, that oh, that yeah. you had mentioned. Where yeah. I'm like, what am I doing wrong here? I am actually above the expected level. In this area, you know, I can defeat all the mo- like the general rule is in an RPG. If you can. If you can comfortably defeat the random encounters or the general, I guess they call them wild encounters in this game, you should have no problem taking down the boss of an area. Because yeah. you, you're you comfortably where you should be for that part of the game. And that was not the case for this game now. There's a lot of people out there that when I read, when I'm looking it up, like, do other people find this game difficult? And there's a lot of people like, oh, you just suck. Oh, you need to get good. you need better <laughs> stuff. It's like... I'm sorry. Like I have played so many RPGs, I can recognize Mm. when a game is unbalanced. That's
2: the thing as well. You you guys have played quite a few hard games. Like you just finished the Messenger, Swinny, and I know that is not an easy game in certain parts. You have really have to do things properly. So you've done some pretty hard games. So this,
0: I I say, like this, Mike. I find this game harder (sighs) than Demon Souls and Dark Souls. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, those
2: games are hard, but they're not. They're, they're fair. So yeah, this does not this, feel this fair. This sounds unfair. Yeah, yeah and
0: look, okay. I, like again, I think you'd agree with this, Winnie. I don't want this to put people off the game. I really love the game. I think it's a great game. It actually has even grown on no, me it since now. I played it, you know. But I think I will put it down until they release this patch. And then when they do, I'm going to go back and I'll probably 100% it at that point. Because yeah. it was a really cool game.
1: But outside of difficulty, they have added some other cool stuff. Well, in the or one they point one, they are adding, I
0: yeah. Say. So, they've had some problems with PvP, like including on Game Pass. So, there's a whole bunch of issues there. There's an online performance and achievement fixes, which is important for you, Swinny.
3: Mm-hmm. New
0: Game Plus, which we did kind of mention. And then, the other thing that I'm really excited for is because I hope this game sticks around for a while. They're actually talking about other updates in the future, so things like you know, updating your player sprite. Uh, fixing the minimap a bit, custom the, markers on the, the minimap. Cu-
1: the custom markers, I. When. That is one of the coolest things because while this is a Metrovania, I think that because when you start adding the wild encounters into the mix, it, getting through areas can sometimes take a lot longer than a normal Metrovania mm. if, you, if you hit a random, uh, wild encounter. So the you know, to be able to mark, oh, this was the area where it had a thing I couldn't get past would Mm. would be really, really good in this game. So it's good they're adding that. which
0: is kind of not really... It's almost against the spirit of a Metroidvania. But I'm saying because
1: because this sometimes does, you know, like take a bit more to get through the areas. um, Yeah.
0: Oh, no, no, I don't disagree. And you know I said it's a Metroidvania, but it's more of a Pokemon RPG game than a Metroidvania for me personally.
2: Uh, I I don't mind markers, though. Uh, Hollow Knight had markers, and I think it worked really well in that. Just generic sort of markers to be able to go, oh, there was like this particular thing, and I still don't remember what I needed to be able to pass it, but I'll go back later. It was really useful.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't exist in Metroidvania games. I do find it to be a little bit against the spirit of Metroidvania's, but that's kind of part mean. of it yeah you know yeah it's like so, souls like souls inspired games there's core parts of it but then there's other parts to it that people have arguments about which should be in the game or not in the game so
1: I, i'm quite excited for the other ones as well um mm. so they're they're looking at speedrun options to put a timer mm. on uh, display timer and things like um Increased so battle speed options, which would be great to have you <laughs> which, make it even faster.
0: <laughs> I almost cried when I found out that there was an increased battle speed. When you told me that on Nothing the show, on slow. the show. I know. And then the next one is massive cutscene skipping. Like the fact that I can't just press X or something to get through all the cutscenes drove me crazy.
1: Yeah, and yeah, because you have to repeat the cutscenes if you have to, each time you go back yeah. to. And they're not. I'm not going to say they're super long, but if you oh, have, they to are later to, in the game. Still they thing.
0: are later in the game. They're way okay. longer.
1: Um, and just, yeah, like be- other quality of life improvements. So, you know, sorting monsters. I like this one, um, I'm, if I understood correctly, being able to cancel the skill point allocations if you're still in the menu. So it's like you have to, you've got a chance to still... Confirm, yeah. Con- yeah, it's like co- to reset before you confirm. So wait, um, is this one of those games where you can't reset your skills and stuff once you're you lock them in? No, can. You, you can. But this is okay. just within... Because each, each monster has their own massive skill tree. So, oh, okay, wow. you're updating sometimes like six skill trees in one go. So, it, you might make a mistake or whatever, think you're on one monster, or the other. Mm. So, it yeah, gives you a chance sure. to just reset it with, before you back out or something. Okay.
0: Um, but yeah, so... There, there's so many systems in this game. It's crazy. Actually, yeah, I hope they keep updating it because I feel like it could catch on in a year's time once they've done all the quality of life improvements. Because um, there is a lot of things that are a bit weird with a game that I think, yeah, they just need to really, you know, Punching round out it. those sharp edges. And it would be. So I'm looking a forward a lot to this. It's
1: almost me. like I think this game just needs someone with a lot of reach, like a big name uh, content maker yeah, or YouTube okay. or whatever, to like, and then it will blow up. But if it doesn't get that, you know, there's a lot of games out there. And there's a lot of good games that don't get recognized, yep. and it would be a shame if this one doesn't. So. There's
2: a really good video on YouTube that some dude made of a PC build that... No traction, because <laughs> no one's advertising it.
0: <laughs> Just hasn't gone viral yet, Mike. All it right, let, let's get viral. into the next story. Uh, so, some bizarre listings from Nintendo recently, and this is captured from a few different places. So, uh, during the week, we've had Banjo-Kazooie and Kazooie and Blast Corps listed as releasing on the 30th of December on that day saying it was going to be released that day. And it went so far that Nintendo actually had to come out and say that they were not going to be released on that schedule. I think that that was the wording, something like that. They didn't say it wasn't going to be released at all. It's just, it was not going to be released as it said in that schedule. And then we also had new Pokemon Snap, which we really haven't heard much about since its trailer, and it's basically available TBA at the moment. We don't even know a release date. As on their USA shop on their website, it said available now. Yeah, what's really
1: weird about new Pokemon (laughs) Snap. Yeah,
0: like I
1: well, not really weird. I just found it weird. Was we we you know find some b roll footage for people watching the video version of this uh, podcast? Yeah. I couldn't find that trailer on the official Nintendo channel on YouTube. Hmm. I'm like, wait. It's on the what?
0: Pokemon channel. Yeah, but it just felt weird that Nintendo didn't have it. I know. They do that with Smash Brothers sometimes as well. Too, yeah. yeah. Anyway,
1: it was just small thing.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, let, let's tackle maybe the Pokemon Snap one first. Do you, do you get the sense that... Well, what What is your view, Swinny, on this one? Because I've got a view on it. I think from what I
1: gather from what you've said previously i think you're on the money i think they're going to surprise drop this game in a direct very soon
0: yeah yeah i I, you know because covid has affected nintendo as it's affected everyone and nintendo's handled it very differently to other companies they're a very private company generally and you know we haven't had a direct we did we even have one direct in 2020 about video games i don't think so we just had lots of smaller ones uh, yeah but not like a nintendo direct right no well,
1: yeah not not like a what would normally expect also with with this game, unless they're doing some big stuff to it that I obviously we don't know much about it, but if it's anything like the original Pokemon snap, I reckon this game like it it wouldn't take that long to pull this game together, so I reckon that that's probably i reckon that's probably done, I reckon they'll release it,
0: yeah, I think it's done as well, and i I think what's happening with both of these things because when they load these things into their own systems, they'd have to load it with a date. That's just always the way that you code these things. And normally it would just be, you know, the end of a quarter, the end of a half year, the end of a full year. And it feels like they've loaded these games in and they've put it as, oh, you know, <laughs> let's put it way in the future. Like, you know, the end of 2020. <laughs> forgot about it? No, well, more that like, because of the delays, probably it's been delayed from more than a year or like yeah. around a year. Then they've gone, oh, shoot, like we haven't actually updated it in the databases properly. <laughs> so I, I think for sure New Pokemon Snap is coming like in March, Feb. or mm. ne- well, this year, sorry, now. Um, now with Banjo-Kazooie Blast Corps, that one was so weird because it had their full names, like the proper Japanese titles for those games, and it actually listed the publisher as Microsoft Japan. Huh. Uh, like, I mean... That can't be, like, Nintendo doesn't make mistakes like that normally. It feels like they've either had conversations with Microsoft to get some of those Rare Replay games onto the Switch, and that's all loaded in the background, ready to go. Maybe they've, you know, agreed or not agreed, and, you know, they haven't done anything with it. But, I mean, if I had to bet on this, I reckon Benjo Kazooie's coming out this year on the Switch.
1: Look, I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. Like, out Mm. of... Cool. everything you know the fact that they put other microsoft published games on there but not mm. the the games that would make probably make the most sense because those versions of banjo kazoo banjo toey that they put out on 360 that were part of the rare, uh, rare replay collection are amazing like they run so smooth
0: they look great that they did so much texture work and they're, they're the definitive way to play those games, and I'm including they're amazing. They're playing amazing. them on the actual console because they run at, is it 60 FPS or at least 30, right? They run at 60. Wow. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if they
1: drop at all, but considering that especially Banjo-Tooie would sometimes run like less than 15 frames a second, it was yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, 12 frames a second, yeah. Ridiculous um, <laughs> to play those games like in that glorious frame rate and looking great because they did as i said they did a lot of work um and at the time and and perfect dart was the same like people i think a lot of people slept on them at the time because they're like oh they're just they just re-released them no they re-released like great versions of those games with Mm. and with the benefit of modern control schemes and things and and tighter camera control you know that they're what Mario Three D All Stars probably should have been, you know. Yeah. So, um,
0: and I'll, I'll be the defender of that game. I think it's fine. I've been <laughs> playing it. It's like I get that people it's not what people wanted, but if you just consider it what it is, it's such a good version of the game. I think it's the best version of Mario sixty four you can play. I love those What's games But they could have. So? They could have. Like?
1: I love. I love those games, but they could have done so much more with them. I don't think. I agree, but ju- judge it for what it is, not what it's not. No, I'm judging it for what it's not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> look, look and, and to be fair, I said to my wife, I go, it does like, when I look at it and I go, oh man, imagine if they put this into the Mario Odyssey engine. It would have been magical. Because no, the, cam- if, I, I the don't camera is care. a bit funky at times.
1: Uh, yeah, the camera definitely, but just
0: like make the games run like... At 60? 60. 60. <laughs> You know, yeah. like just- which I haven't no, but I haven't found that to be that jarring. Locked thirty, I'm fine with. Like I prefer sixty, but lock thirty is fine. It's when it starts to dip that I really have issues. Yeah, anyway, anyway.
1: but um, but yeah, this like and blast corpse, blast corpse was great as well. Yeah, don't sleep um, on that. Yeah. people. blast corpse is one of my favorite sixty four games ever. And it held up when I was playing it. Now I will say, someone's playing it for the first time and doesn't know anything about it. Maybe not so much, but it definitely held up from someone that played it back in the day.
0: Mm. My prediction: they'll release these games—Banjo Kazooie, Banjo Tooie, Blast Corps, a few others—all individually charge like fifteen Australian dollars each, and they won't release Conker's Bad Fur Day. And people will whinge that, hey, they you know, (laughs) rare replay, you know, it was. Five dollars and it has all of these games. You're charging me fifteen dollars each, and then people will buy it anyway. That's way my more than way more than five dollars. But no, well, when it came bought, out, no. But if you, if you that, bought yeah. Rare Replay now, it's like cheap. Well, stuff. yeah, but these
2: games will probably go on special for you know two fifty later. So oh, I don't know about that <laughs> you can't <Yeah>. compare that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. but all I'm saying is people will whinge about the price of these games, and they'll they'll release them individually. But yeah, it'd be fine. And it's one of those things that if they do release Rare Replay on the Switch as a cart, then I'll also double-dip and buy that as well. <laughs> so there you go. Well, Microsoft.
1: yeah, it'd have to be a very different version, like, because that game is massive um, when you consider the 360 games and stuff. So mm. depends. Like, if they've released a specialised, like, oh, here's a Rare Collection, because I think calling it Rare Replay, you know, Thinks you're probably going to get everything that the Xbox One version had, but yeah, that has uh, that's, fair. that's fair. That has perfect Dark Zero has like all these 360 <laughs> probably games. Don't that. Want are, that yeah. Viva Pinata very replay, yeah, but Viva Pinata games it like had all the 360 ones cameo mm. and all that as well. So.
0: And it's funny because Microsoft, I believe it's still the case, their first million dollar uh, sorry million seller in Japan, and I believe only million seller in Japan that's from Microsoft is Minecraft. I don't believe they've ever made a game that sold more than a million in Japan outside of Minecraft. Which, I, th- I think if they released like rare classic collection for the Switch, uh, I reckon they would sell a million in Japan. Like some of these games are pretty popular in Japan. Maybe, well. yeah. yeah.
2: It's funny that their only million one is a game that they did technically didn't even originally make. They just bought it out.
0: Yeah, well, it's, it's Microsoft Studios mm-hmm. now. Uh, all right, let's get into the next story. So, D Brand. D Brand has come out uh, balls to the walls challenging Sony and actually saying, Sue us, Sony. You've tried to sue other people. Why don't you sue us? And the reason is because they've made replacement faceplates, which are becoming a real contentious thing with Sony. Uh, mm. the, the first version of this customized my plates, which stupidly was called Plate Station 5, which, you know, I get that. Which is it's... an awesome name. but Yes, but like. <laughs> If you're in a business, it's kind of dumb because you're going to get shut down if you do stuff like that. So they did get a cease and desist. They changed to customize my plates, but they still have a a bit of legal trouble, customize my plates. We'll get to that shortly. Uh, But dbrand. So dbrand is probably, as far as I'm aware, like the preeminent, you know, uh, skins creator, like any customization on uh, like sort of, you know, OEM products. uh, They're probably the go-to people for the most premium versions of those. And They were looking, I don't know if you've seen these guys, but they were looking to do skins for the faceplates. Yeah. But they literally came out saying, everyone's too dumb to be like, literally like that. They go, people are too dumb and they'll stuff this up and then complain because it's tricky to put the skins on the faceplates. So they're like because user- of the curvature. To yeah, be yeah, honest, yeah, I can, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. If
2: it's just a vinyl, it's it'll, you end up with yeah, ripples everywhere, everywhere and- to put on. So literally, their statement was about the
0: their statement was along the lines of, "Our users are too dumb to get this right, so we decided against doing it, and we, we thought we've got to do something different, which was to create the plates themselves. Are so
1: they, are, is this is this brand just the like company equivalent of just a douchebag? Because they sound like it. No. <laughs> no, 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 but I don't... No, it's the but marketing. It's a, it's the okay, marketing. maybe... The
2: marketing is a bit, yeah. It's, yeah that's a bit harsh I, the way they, they, they put it, but they do have a point. I can imagine... Even I would struggle no, with it. No,
1: but that that's thing. not about being dumb. That's about it being a difficult task. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, that's just a douchebag thing. So I understand it's marketing. Yeah. It's a and little bit. people probably like it, but is that is that what this brand is? They're just like the douchebag in a fucking... Sorry, beat that in a in a club that's like you know just talking down to everyone you know
0: yeah look like okay, so this is literally what they said, this is the verbatim. We've seen you assholes try to apply the corners <laughs> nice. of a smartphone skin. Trust us when we say you can't handle an application that's nine times the size. Okay,
1: so they so they are the. Equivalent that's obviously of that. marketing, okay. yeah. but it's funny. I think it's funny. It's <laughs> funny. Oh, no, I, know. I just that's I what think I was just. Have a niche brand like that. That's what I was just clarifying: is that yeah. they are just yeah. the asshole brand. Is yeah. that what they are? Okay. Well, I,
0: no, 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 no. Can I? It's the college jock. You know, you can call them an all Yeah, or that's what I was going but, for. Yeah. But some people like I think it's that. Hilarious. Some people like that. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'll, I'm not into that, but I think it's hilarious. Yeah. I think and it's, it's funny as well, and
0: it's true. Like, yeah. there's no way people won't stuff that up. There's nah. no way. I
2: will, I wouldn't trust myself doing it. I, I have to admit for that stuff.
0: Every time I have to put a screen protector on something, yeah, I always like oh, stuff sh- it up. Like the first go, like I go to put yeah. it down, I'm like, oh my god, it's crooked. I got to take the, it off. The last
2: the last time I did it on my phone, I did I put. First one screwed up, got dust under it. Second one, straight after, I'm like, ah. So, I had another one in the pack and did it. Got it okay-ish. Literally 30 seconds later, phone falls off the edge of the table (laughs) cracks it. (laughs) So, now I just left it with a crack on the
0: screen. So, so with these uh, D-brand faceplates, I don't know if you've seen the links, but they're matte black replacements. So, they basically take off the white sides of the PS5. And see. replace them with map. Wonderful black ones. YouTube people want to see it. Um, I, I Look, just have it's to so, say, it's so tiny. <laughs> I just have to say, I have never been against the design of the PS5. I think it looks cool. I, I like it's it, really cool. Yeah, but having seen the black ones, I don't I think it's I would boring. order this, man. Would. I would much prefer the black look.
2: Really? Yeah, much. But is much it one prefer. of those things? Is it one of those things that just because it's different now? No. Kind of yeah. like when X when when the 360 came out, it was white, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, this is really cool." And oh my god, there's a black one! I gotta get the black one. The and black 360 the black stuff
1: one. looked way better. Like,
0: yeah, did, but then yeah.
2: Uh, then people were like, "Oh, white would be cool." And now, guaranteed, if someone made a white Xbox One, Xbox Series X, they'll be all over that shit. They'll be like,
0: "Oh, the white looks so sick. I love it." No, I'll I think it's like, one of those... Say, look, like, you know, everyone... It's This stuff is super subjective. Let's, like, firstly say that. But I don't want a PS5 to be the centerpiece, as you have. I don't want the PS5 to be a centerpiece in any room. I don't, like... I think someone said it really you well when it's, it. like... You go in a room, and if you see a PS5, it's like, whoa, the PS5's there. It's yeah. It's like the rug in uh, The Big Lebowski, you know? It ties the room together. The PS5 ties the room together.
2: Yeah.
0: But... But the faceplate, like, I looked at it, and I was never against the design. You know, I, you, you know this, Winnie, I've always said, I think it looks cool. I, I like the look yeah. of it. But just the black one, and it also takes the height down as well, because they don't have the extra height that the the OEM faceplate So, they've have. actually
2: changed the design as well, because I haven't seen this.
0: So, this is where we <laughs> Of course you haven't. This is where we'll get to. So... They know uh, it not- is
1: defense. This was added like past midnight
0: last night. But how much
2: night? smaller can they even make it?
1: Because- <laughs> it's like added black- this story like literally last minute 5 minutes it- before. Five of course you haven't before. seen it. Yeah, great.
2: <laughs> but like if you look at it there's not there's actually not any height or width you can really save because the black bit goes up the entire height. So what what are you saving?
0: Just just look at the link.
2: Um, yeah, there's a
1: link in Ash Run
0: sheet. All right. So let's, let's see this shit. I just think, you know, like on the design. So it is a different design for a person who isn't familiar with the way the PS5 looks. They probably just go, it looks exactly the same. It is a different design. And that's why they will not have any challenges from Sony because they've not used anything proprietary or any design um, trademarks or copyright from Sony. Whereas with the PlayStation, they must have got in contact or had connections in China because they basically use the exact same plates that Sony had used for the face plates uh, for the PS5. So, it's obviously infringing on Sony's properties. Um, so, they won't have any challenge here. Sony... Hang
2: on, what am I looking at here? They're, they're, the face plate looks exactly the same as the original.
0: <laughs> it's not. It's not, dude. Look at it. Go to a PS5 image and then look at like the D-brand one. It's different. You can see the shape's different.
1: Yeah, the, the, the two, I guess, like, horns Barely. and one end go up higher. Yeah, okay. They go higher and stuff. The and curves it's different. different.
0: It's it's subtle, but they have to do it differently, or else they'll get sued. Well, of course, yeah.
2: But it's it's yeah, it's, it's very very subtle. But it's one of look. I agree. It look it looks cool in black. It does, doesn't it? It looks good. It, I think it, it does looks look, look cool, better. Yeah, it does. But look I better.
1: mean, again, it kind then, of looks like a like face, it... but that's just me. Well, <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> I've said it before. Uh... <laughs> I've said it before. <laughs> but I think
2: it, I think once once I think part of part of the design aesthetics of it is the contrast between the black and, and and the white. That now that it's completely black, you get into the the realms of it's a really unnecessarily elaborate shape at this point. And
0: no, I think the I shape feel of like it's five necessitates it, right? Because it's got the disc drive on the side and everything like that.
2: Yeah, I guess, but I feel like, oh and look, I'm not necessarily saying it it needs it it should have had more straight sides would be more angular or something because again I, I love the design as well mm. but once you get into the realm of it being 100 percent black and none of the pieces really stand out anymore i, I don't know what the point of the aesthetic mike, is mike just no, doesn't i'm like saying it. that now mike doesn't but, like it because no, 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 he can, no, no no
1: wait because he can't light I it up like with, it. with his led lights well, yeah, that, exactly. uh, that maybe that's why. that's does right. reflect At light. the moment, I don't it's know if you guys can
2: see. It's it's, <laughs> it's blue and pink. You can't see the Swinny, but it's blue and pink at the moment behind me. I can <laughs> visualize uh, it. Now, in saying all that, I think I, I, I could see myself getting this this space plate and changing it.
0: Wait, wait, how much would, it would you pay different? for this? Because this is going to ship from like Canada not a lot or to or be US. honest.
2: Because it's one of those things where I'm like I, I I'm not. It it makes zero difference in my life having a black one. If you know what I mean, I don't care about that. If anymore, it was so. 70
0: Australian dollars nah. to arrive at your door. I wouldn't do it. Okay, I don't. I think it would be more than that, likely. Oh, of course, it'd be more than that. Like, mm. honestly, even if it
2: was twenty bucks, I wouldn't do it because I couldn't be bothered going through the process <laughs> of changing it.
0: It's not that if someone gave it to me it's for free, yeah, I'd do it. Off. But it's not that
2: hard no, it's not. Off. It's not, could and you, it's also
1: missing that the cool little PS logo on the side. Could you imagine people like three like like. D printing their own stuff and it just melting because the it's not <laughs> like the, you, the heat? <laughs> that would be funny. It
2: might, but I don't know. See, when I when I did the the Lego PC. Uh, one of the most common questions when I posted it on Reddit was, oh, what about the melting point? Wouldn't this thing melt? Yeah, people did
0: ask that a lot, didn't they?
2: Yeah, which is a fair question to ask, to be honest. But I tested this. So, I, I took Lego pieces and I've got a heat gun and I slowly increased the heat of it. And the pieces didn't really deform until, I think it was like 130 degrees plus. Proper deformed. Now, ABS is supposed to kind of be resistant, I think, and and, and keep its shape at a about 105 or something, or 110 odd degrees Celsius. Mm. Um, but the internals never, or the parts that actually touch any piece of the Lego, never really get that high. Oh, like the CPU core itself <laughs> might get up to, you know, 95 and then it, it starts throttling and shutting down. Yeah. So you never really get that level of heat to to really deform the shape. Yeah, so not in, not in a, a consumer
0: list. PC. Yeah, for sure.
2: But even in the PlayStation, I don't think the actual parts that the plastic would touch and I don't know what, what plastic they use for this, whereas PTG, ABS, or what the hell they use for the for the
0: don't know what any of those things are. I don't
2: think any of them all, touch. All I know is I think parts that are hot enough for that.
1: I, I I thought this we've spent so long talking about this bloody face
2: <laughs> Yeah, a little too long. Shall 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 we move on? I don't look like, given that no, none of us are actually gonna get one so Yeah.
0: No 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 I think this to me is like a perfect gift. Because it's not something I would necessarily order, but if someone gave it to me, I'd be like, oh, this is really cool. Like, I actually really like this because I would want to change the aesthetic of the PS5. Yeah,
2: assuming they know you, they know that you'd want to change the aesthetics and assuming yeah. you wouldn't
1: be cheap like you are and you don't have assume a assume PS5.
0: Assuming you can get your hands on a
1: bloody PS5. Well.
0: Ah, they'll come into stock pretty shortly. Yeah, exactly. Even the, even the scalping market, they're dropping in price, which is an indicator that stock's coming back a bit. So. Mm. All right, well, and
2: I, Look, the reality is, just, just a cook one and no one as well, is I wouldn't be surprised if they'll release a Black Edition down the track anyway. So
0: mm, Maybe in the next, gen- like the pro version of the PS5. but Maybe. We'll All see. right, let's get in my, into my favourite segment of the week. The bargain bin. So this is the bargain bin for the week commencing the 3rd of January 2021. Uh, as always, we start with Epic Games. Epic Games has had a lot of sales. Uh, currently we have, uh, Jurassic World Evolution, uh, that's on sale. And then, uh, next week it's already been announced that Crying Guns is going to be for free. So they've had 15 games that were for free over the Christmas break. I'm guessing that you guys have picked up one or two of them. I've picked up all 15 of them. Mike's <laughs> of course, picked up of course zero. Of course no, because did. I don't.
2: I'll talk about this later when we talk about New Year's resolutions.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, Fantastical, you, you've got this in, Mike? Is this Or, or Swinney?
2: Yeah, it's Fanatical. Wait, yeah, so Fantastical, what? Oh, fanatical. Fanatical. I think, I, I, so think fanatical. I always say
0: Fantastical in my head, fantastical.
2: actually. Fantastical. So, Fanatical have a sci-fi bundle for $3.15, I think it was, or $3 something from memory. Um, and I only... Played one of the games in in the list, and if anything, that game itself I think is is worth it. Sorry,
1: what what platform? Like it's PC, but one this thing. is on
2: PC. This is still PC,
1: but as in you, like it's direct via them. I don't know if you get Steam codes. Yeah, it's from fanatical.com, yeah. But I don't usually get the Steam codes. More. I think from the Steam, code. Steam yeah, codes. That's, yeah, that's that's one clarifying because um, I think that's yeah. important.
2: So the one that I think, so the one that I played was the Uncertain. Um, I had that on Steam already and it's it's a pretty cool adventure game when you play as a robot um, and that in and of itself is worth the $3. Mm. So everything else is kind of a bonus in my opinion. And I think the, I think the whole bundle's worth like 120
0: bucks or something, 100 something bucks. So it's worth it. Mm, nice. And then uh, switching to the Switch, uh, the highlights for us. Again, <laughs> Lots of sales on Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, PC, so check the games that you're interested in. Uh, but uh, some of our highlights, so Clubhouse Games, 51 worldwide games, first time that's ever been on sale, so it's 42 bucks. Good idea to pick that game up digitally, I really enjoy it. Wish they changed the way that pool worked in that game, because it's really impossible to play, basically, to lose. Uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris 2, strangely enough, just came out, and it's had its first sale already. Uh, So if you do want to have a standalone Tetris game, it's probably the best one on the platform now. So Puyo Puyo Tetris 2, which is 38 Australian dollars. Super Mario 3D All-Stars, that's on sale on Amazon in Australia for $49. I think that's just kind of like an instant buy at that point. That's pretty cheap. Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Oh, wait, it's
1: also, so is it just on Amazon, so it's not digital?
0: Yeah, just Amazon. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp Fe Encore is forty seven dollars, and finally, Iconoclasts is twelve dollars until the tenth of Jan.
1: And Iconoclast, by the way, I've never played it. I've always wanted to. Um, check that game out, Mike. It's, Grab it. It's. I think if you look at that game, Mike, you'll be like, "Oh, that looks cool." It's you Iconoclast. know, cool. Yeah, we'll do. It's, it's a There's Mike game, idea. I think.
2: It is awesome because right, I picked up. Um, Bastion transistor the other week. Yeah, I you think said we that. Mention it. Um, I think they're still on special. I highly recommend you guys grab them. I was playing Bastion the other day in my hammock, and it it feels perfect. <laughs> 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 what?
0: <laughs> this sounds so funny. Casually to say, I was playing Bastion in my hammock the other day. <laughs> uh. Anyway, um, it's it oh, like Matthew amazing. McConaughey or that's something. That's amazing. <laughs> it's like, who mentions
2: who just got my adds, cigar?
0: Like,
1: there was no <laughs> relevance to that whatsoever, but you, I'm still glad you said it.
0: Uh, on PlayStation, uh, we had the PS Plus games announced for January uh, Greedfall, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and Maneater. And Xbox, amazingly, we don't have anything this week. We normally always have. I know. Have. So I'm going to so so yeah, take the 20? opportunity
1: to, you know, to just once again say how great Greedfall is. So there you go.
0: Yeah, cool. i actually just I thinking... I got it on Xbox. So Greedfall... But that's, that's a PS5. No. So there's no PS5 games, right? Is that right? As part of PS5? No, they're all,
2: they're all just...
0: But they're all... Probably backwards compatible anyway. So. backwards compatible, hopefully. There's only like eight or seven games left on the games that can't be backwards compatible now. I wonder
2: if *Greedfall* Falls' gonna be sixty FPS though. I I know I think Shadow of the Tomb Raider was meant to have the
0: higher frame rate.
2: Mm. And Eater*. I still think Maneater is gonna come to Game Pass. I just I just have a feeling it's yeah, the perfect game pass
1: I kind of game. So I'm waiting for that. We've mentioned it before, a lot of these games are kinda gonna be interchangeable. So I think that, you know, if one comes out on PS Plus or Game Pass, you can kind of expect it's going to probably follow certain other platforms sooner than yeah. later. Mm. Yeah, that's so, true. Just like Yeah,
0: And just quickly, I, I was reading a lot of the interviews from Moirai, the people that did make Monster Sanctuary, just on their Game Pass. And I, I think they revealed things that they weren't really meant to, just on Game Pass. So mm. he, he confirmed that Monster Sanctuary is going to be available for one year on Game Pass. Oh. And because normally they don't really announce that, right, Svenny?
2: No, don't. don't no, think they say no. anything like that.
0: Yeah, I don't think he was meant to say that. This is on this Reddit AMA. It was really like a lot of information. And then they asked how much it was, like that they paid them, and he said so- something along the lines of it was basically an offer that we couldn't refuse.
2: Hmm. Oh. I was like, hmm, but hang on, off- interesting. Like, in what way? Is like, well, that was. You think it was lucrative. an offer we couldn't refuse? Is in good money? Or yeah, good money. We couldn't yeah, refuse yeah. really good publicity. Yeah, good money. Kind of thing.
1: Good money. Well, especially especially if it's a... Because, you know, they've said before, I think Phil Spencer himself has said, that there's times arrangements are different. Um, So, if it's a lump sum, like just imagine getting a lump sum, a guaranteed amount, that then allows you to continue working on the next game and not having to worry about, is it going to blow up or not, you know? Exactly. Yeah, and I think a lot of devs
0: aren't like business people. Like, you Mm. know... If you're going to get into game development, you're almost not a business person because it's just not that lucrative if you look at the amount of games that are out there versus how many blow up and actually become profitable. So, I guess, yeah, you're right, Sweeney. Like, if you get an amount of money and then you're like, well, hey, I, you know, I can make my next game because of this, it might not be Mm. like changing life money, but it might be living life money for a period of time. So, to
2: create the next game or, Mm. you know, keep pumping up out uh, yeah. updates and stuff. Yeah. Uh, what I find interesting is that it's it's a, it's a platform that that can be used by a lot of different people differently. So I think for some for a smaller developer it's a good way like you said, you get a bit of money, you get some certainty over the next 12 months, you can focus on fixing your game, building new features, working on another game. And then you've got people like Rockstar using the platform to effectively just get people hooked on a particular game you know like what they did with uh market transactions. Uh, think, and stuff, yeah, G- yeah no well like with gta or what they did with red dead redemption where it was there for such a short period of time that it felt like it was literally just a way to advertise the game get people hooked onto it especially the the uh the online component and then they took it off super quick like i don't even remember how long it was but it just felt like a few months that's it <laughs>
0: So I like it. This is a theme that you keep on going back to. All right. Well, what? we are running long, so I'm going to get into the next segment, uh, override two. just probably my quick impression. So I'm going to do a review on books. So a written review, I don't think we'll come back to this game. So, you know, I played a lot of it. I, you know, I just don't want to call this a review yet because I haven't finalized my thoughts on it. I mm. think like, like off the bat, it's a, it's a mech fighting game, like an arena fighting game. Um, so sorry when you say arena like Power Stone Virtual on yeah or? yeah 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 okay. yeah less technical obviously, uh, but yeah like Power Stone was always the first thing that I thought of, okay. right. and I mean that's probably an old reference to um, people nowadays. Uh, I, what's a Dragon Ball game? There's a Dragon Ball Arena Fighter game. I can't remember the name of it.
1: Oh, there's so many Dragon Ball games.
0: Yeah, no, it's not fighters. It's um, I can't remember the name. Xenoverse. So I
1: don't know. There's so many of them.
0: Yeah, something like that. Um, now, yeah, like, like I said at the head of the show, I do find this really difficult to review just because Arena Fighters, I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of. I don't mind them, but I must admit, playing all the way through this game, I just found myself wanting to play ARMS more. So ARMS is also a bit of an arena fighter, less dynamic in terms of its movement. Like you are pretty much locked in to the uh, the other opponent. But, you know, in this game, it allows you to actually like basically detach your view and just move around freely in, in the arena. Um, look, I think the difficult thing about the game to me is, you know, it is an indie game, but the level of polish that you need to have on these type of games is so high. And it's just so difficult to put the time and energy to. It feels that there's so many mechs in the game that they probably spent more time on the design, the feel, because you can upgrade the mech, do all this stuff with the mech. And there's a very small team that made this game that I think the balancing of the game suffers. Because for me, like, I'm not very good at fighting games. Like, I'm probably average or maybe a little bit above average. But, you know, I found it very easy to start to cheese this game where I'll just pick a mech... And allow and basically, like, the neutral of this game, like, you know, when you're not engaged in combat, and then getting in on an opponent, it, it's like you just allow them to come to you, and then your attacks, the range of them, are, are so large that when the opponent's coming in, they can't really initiate an attack. So there's kind of nothing that they can do. And I'm starting to, like, win matches where I don't even get damage.
1: So is it and the old Mortal Kombat one trick of just a wait for the computer to walk to you and
0: uppercut them yeah well like (laughs) no honestly like i'm kind of like at that stage already and i've put hours and hours into this game and you know uh, you know there's free-for-alls where it's like four fighters and everyone's against each other i'm just like bashing the hell out of everyone (laughs) Like, all the AI. Now, the game does have online component. For whatever reason, I don't like playing random people in fighting games.
2: Because you lose and they're not as easy as the AI. No, not really. (laughs) Not really. You can't use the strategy of just waiting there.
0: (laughs) No, I don't know. There's something about it I just don't enjoy as much. Um, But I will try that out to do a comprehensive review of it. But, Mm. yeah, look, not loving this game. You know, there are a lot of cool things in it. It's got a really cool design. It does struggle and it does it's got, like... It's got Ultraman. Come on. Yeah. Well, Ultraman's a DLC. Well. And I was kind of annoyed with that as well. Because if <laughs> Ultraman was like in the base game, then I'd probably give it a half a point more just because that's pretty sick. You know, like you can pick Ultraman. But, uh, you know, I understand from a marketing point of view, they can't do it. But then again, this game is like a 60 Australian dollar game, like a full price game mm. in Australia. And wait, am I right about that? I should correct myself.
1: Sixty is not a full price technically. Well, it's I'm probably
0: right.
2: it probably is on, on
1: Switch, no doubt. The lower.
0: I just remember looking at it and going, oh, like it, it it feels a bit unfair how this is priced if you want to get Ultraman. I can't find Well, that's it right
2: the same now. with any DLC, isn't it? Like, if you look at like no, most I mean, of the like... games, you can buy the base game for, you know, relative peanuts. Like Fort's as a good example. You buy the base game, you get four, five hundred cars or whatever it is for sixty bucks and then just to get two, three other cars that cost you fifteen bucks. The maths doesn't add up.
0: Yeah. Okay, I stand corrected. It's like so you're from a US perspective where you know full games are sixty dollars. To get mm. the Ultraman version of this game it's forty dollars. Which um, US. Yeah, US.
2: Okay. US. So so it's the same as here being a hundred for a regular game and sixty Probably cost, what, like, 70-something bucks? With well, it's all Ultra changing here now as well, right? Because... It's weird. Well, yeah, because of the new gen and stuff. Oh, but no, it's still, it's still weird, it I guess. The problem is because it was Christmas time, you can't even really judge it properly because so many of the latest games, like Valhalla was, what, 59, 49 kind of bucks for PS5. They were cheaper than even the previous generation, so it's really hard to compare until the new year, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so look, like, like I said, not huge fan of this game. I don't think it's a bad game. I just think it's kind of an okay game. Yeah, it's 50 Australian dollars this game. And then the DLC... So it's probably priced 15. So it's like 65 dollars? Wait, 15 dollars for DLC? Yeah, Ultraman. How is that a
1: surprise? Most of those... Most games have DLCs that are at least uh, 15 dollars. No, but I'm just thinking like I don't know... I don't know everything that's in this DLC pack, Obviously, it could be more than just the, the character. That's the season pass. That's the season pass. The okay, character by okay.
0: itself is four dollars.
1: Okay, that's fine.
0: Yeah,
2: so that's that's fine. pretty cheap. That's actually, what I was kind of expecting. Yeah. Four bucks yeah. is cheap. the so game The game seems reasonably priced, to be
0: honest. Fifty five Australian dollars for this game, I think it's overpriced for me personally. You yeah, because this game is really bare bones. This game is, and to be fair, actually Arms. So that's the Nintendo Arena Fighter. It's the only the second Nintendo fighting game that was ever made. Arms is very bare bones. Like it's just as bare bones as this game to be fair. But, you know, maybe I'm spoiled, you know, like Mortal Kombat 11, huge story to that. Smash Brothers, you got all the, um, the, the world of light story. This Mm. game really is like fighting and then just a bit of fluff around the fighting. And yeah, it doesn't feel to me like a $55 game. Now, like if you're into these type of games, so this is a sequel, obviously. So if you like Override, I'm sure this game is great. Uh, You know, like it's a game that would make sense for you to get if you enjoyed Override. If you like Mech, it's probably decent. It does run not so great on the Switch though, from what I've seen compared to Uh. the PC and PS4 versions. It runs on Unreal Engine. And I think, you know, you need a Switch Pro now to run these type of games smoothly. Like, it, it literally hitches at some parts. And for a fighting game, like, if you're really going to get serious about a fighting game, you can't have it, like, hitching. You need to have it pretty locked in for it to, mm. you know, be viable. So
2: I've noticed that a few with a bunch of, of Switch ports now that... Like, I wanted to get Pillars of Eternity um, and a bunch of other games like that. And... Read reviews and people are just saying it's just a really really bad port and to the extent that I don't even know why people why they bother porting it.
1: Yeah. Like it's just a complete afterthought. Well, Pillars yeah, of no, Eternity, no, no. like to play that in handheld mode would be absolutely terrible. Um, you reckon?
2: I think it'd be awesome to kind
1: of just have that. I mean, and I no, guess just the interface would be a bit. Well, as I'm saying, unless used, they've done a lot of work to scale a lot of that stuff up, like that game, I think they haven't. Is the problem. That game has so like it, it's quite zoomed out, and you can, you know, there's there's things you can do there, but um, to me, that needs to be on a TV or a computer PC screen. I guess yeah. I would have just
2: loved that one game that I would absolutely buy the shit out of at full price <laughs> if it came out is is Fallout if they. Remade, as in if they, you know, put Fallout One and Two, it'd just be so awesome on the Switch.
0: <laughs> All right, well, well, let's get into the the next segment. Um, override to see my full thoughts on Vooks dot net, but I, I won't come back to it on the show. Like I said, probably not for me. Okay, game overall. Uh, to be fair to it. All right, well, let's get into uh, a segment that we've come up with, which is totally original idea, which is uh New Year's gaming resolutions. Uh, does anyone want to start here, or like how do, how do you want to slice and dice this, Swinny? Want to go first?
1: <laughs> all right. So, are we going to do all the vowels in one go, or are we going to like rotate around?
0: Let's go one at a time. Yeah, let's go one at a time. I, yeah. I will say that we do have a very fixed uh, run through in the next segment as well, which is our anticipated yeah. games, and it will be Swinny, Mike, and then myself. Okay. In terms of the run. Change. So yeah. we, do you want to just do the same thing now? Or?
1: Yeah, sounds good. Let's get All into right, the cool. flow. So right. I've got three gaming resolutions. And uh, just to, I guess, put a bit of context, I generally do this um, each year anyway from what are my goals from a achievement standpoint, you know, because that's just that drives a lot of what I like to do in gaming wise. Yeah. It's like a metagame in a way for me. Um, yeah. And so usually I will kind of set myself a goal of reaching this. And this year is no different. Last year I had a goal that I didn't achieve and I actually want to carry that over. I actually want, as my first gamer resolution, yep, I plan on uh, having 100% completion in the entire Assassin's Creed series by the end of the year. So to give some context where that's at... Um, There are 24 games that have achievements. I have completed 20 of them, right? So this is why this is the first one. This is definitely the... I'd I'd consider this the lower, like the easiest one to achieve, but it is a resolution.
0: I thought you actually had done this, to be fair.
1: No, so there's only one point in time where I think I'd I'd caught up 100%, but even then I think there was one game that I didn't, and that game is on this list. So... The four games that I still need to complete are Assassin's Creed Pirates on the Windows 10 version that I have to get around a glitch that I've got,
0: Uh,
1: (laughs) Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered, Assassin's Creed Rogue Remastered, and Assassin's Creed Valhalla, as I've mentioned, and any of the DLC they release. Now, what I will say, if they release a DLC in late November then that might be a bit tough, but because at that time I'll be focusing on one of my other ones, which I'll get to. Um, okay. But uh, if they turn around and drop, um, there's been some rumours of a smaller scale Assassin's Creed kind of spin-off this year. If they drop something at Christmas time or holiday time, then it might be a bit tough, but we'll see. But generally, yeah, I want to have 100% uh, completion of the entire Assassin's Creed series by the end of the year. That's my first nice. one.
0: nice. All right, Mike.
2: So, my, my three gaming resolutions... Would you want to just do one? Go. For 2021, well, I'll, I'll just do the first one then, 1080p. The other two were obviously going to be forty forty p or 4K.
0: Right. <laughs> no, I've actually written 1080p. You did write 1080p. <laughs> you, knew, you knew the joke was coming. <laughs> <You idiot.
2: laughs> okay. So, so okay. All jokes aside, I think the number one resolution is is buying less games just because they're cheap. Or free in the case of Epic. So, you know, we spoke about before. I I didn't bother getting any of the the Epic games. I think I bought Disco Elysium because of the $15 discount, but I didn't actually get any of the free stuff. Okay. And that's because I find that I don't necessarily think I suffer from anxiety, but I don't like the idea of just having this massive backlog. Mm. It's always in the back of your mind. It was like, oh, I need to play this. I need to play that. Mm. I went through that with the 360 era. Um, and, and even with Xbox One, where I just collected all these games, that a lot of them ended up still being in shrink wrap. Yeah. And every time you look at them, you're like, "Oh shit, I should, you know, go back and and play this one. I should pick this one up. Oh, I never finished this one." And it becomes a chore. It almost becomes like a job trying to get these things done, and it just creates anxiety. So. I feel like for, for, for the next year, I'm only going to get something if I actually want to play it and I've got time to play it, not just because it's cheap. And I think the other element to this is that you think you know, $10 for a game on special isn't, isn't so much, but then 10 of those games is 100 bucks, mm. which is more than a full-priced game that you would have probably actually played. So, I also think it's it's a bit of a waste of money in the grand scheme of things. Like, I wasted so much money on cheap games that altogether would have added up to, you know, thousands of dollars, probably.
0: No, that's a And I never one. touched them. I like that so one. I like So, that that's one. my number one. I think that would be a general theme, just with these kind of lists. Everyone's always got of this course. crazy backlog. Uh, I've gone, like, insane for mine. So, I'll just oh. sort of couch that. And, uh, you know, I always like to go hard on these resolutions and then burn out or succeed. So... A few years ago, I gave up alcohol. And then I think like six years ago, I gave up soft drink. So I haven't had soft drink for like six years. Um, so these ones are crazy. So I, I think the way to look at these ones that I do, it's like maybe one of them I'll keep for the whole year, <laughs> but then <laughs> at least it will be, it'd be good. Uh, so my first one is to play Ring Fit every day. And that's a good one. I'll, I'll, I'll couch the whole everyday thing. So Because I'm a bit of a night owl, and sometimes I only sleep like a couple of hours or like four hours or something like that. So I classify this as like playing it, like my day is between waking up and going to sleep. That's a day, right? So there might be occasions where a calendar day, I haven't played it, but it's, you know, my waking day. Does that make sense to you guys? Yeah, Yeah. 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 So I've started this from the first of Jan. I'm two days into this, and my legs are like going nuts burning. I have actually played this game. It's good? Yeah, yeah. I really like it. I really rate it. I used to go to the gym a lot and all that kind of stuff in the old days, but. This, given the all the COVID stuff and all this other crazy stuff in this world, it's kind of like you know you can always do this, and it's just hmm. there, right? It's a lot of options. So,
1: are you going to give yourself leeway if, uh, let's say, you travel state and you don't have your no, switch? And I'm going to bring it. I'm going to bring it. He's going to take it with him. Yeah, really. it's portable enough. I go, I, I it go really hard on there, these things. I have insane.
0: actually done that with Ring Fit. I took it to Melbourne when I when I had it back, like you know, six months or nine months ago or whatever it was. Um, So, yeah, that's mine. Swinny, what's your second?
1: So, my second one... God, mine are so different to yours. um, uh, Trust (laughs) me, it's going to get crazier. It's it's almost, like, representative of, I guess, the way we approach gaming and stuff. (laughs) Um, So, my second one is um, to finish every mainline single-player Final Fantasy game. Whoa. (laughs) No, as in that I had, like... To have finished them all, so not to finish them all this year.
0: No, no, um, I get it, I get it. Yeah, so there's six, so all the way from one to sixteen, which we will release this year, obviously.
1: Well, no, so sixteen. First of all, I don't think sixteen will release this year, and <laughs> second of all, if sixteen gets released this year, then that's not counted because I won't have a PS5 to play it. Boo!
2: Um, but you, 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 you won't count. You won't
1: replay a game, right? You no. So I'll clarify now. So there's sixteen games that i'm counting which includes oh final fantasy 10 to 13 2 and 13 lightning returns and i've completed 12 of them so this is similar to assassin's Creed in a way but not wait, wait hang on hang on hang on can so I what's pause left?
0: You? how can it be 16 games when there's 15 final fantasy i games? just
1: said final fantasy 10 to 13 to 13 lightning returns but yeah. that's
0: more than 16 that's 18 right
1: no mainline single player final fantasy games so you yeah, might, but then there's one to fifteen. Because fifteen doesn't count. Oh sorry,
0: you're not counting fourteen. Fourteen and 14 eleven. Fourteen's a multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, eleven. I mean my ah, math
1: maybe my math is wrong, but I that's what I'd count as I so. think that's
0: an important okay. clarifier. Like maybe explicit. Like, I did say single, know, know, single those, player final I know, season. but yeah, people but, I forget as well that there's MMO. I'm still
2: confused. So so well,
1: let me explain,
2: <laughs> let me explain,
1: explain then. Those. You guys don't let me explain.
0: So there's 16 <laughs> games that
1: I'm including that I've considered as mainline yeah. single-player Final Fantasy games. So that's 1 to 15, not including the MMOs, so 11 and 14, and including the sequel games, so Final Fantasy 10 to 13 to 13 Lightning Returns. I'm not including Final Fantasy 4, after years I think it's called because I haven't heard good things about that and I just honestly <laughs> that's, that's not fair. No, just also it's a weird yeah. thing because it came out like 20 years after the game. It was like almost like a weird DLC mm-hmm. thing. I that... think
0: you have to include Final Fantasy 7 remake. No, so yeah. I
1: don't, I'm not including that simply because um, I don't have the capacity to play it. So, But I think it should well, be included yeah. in the list. Not in I think you need to get a PlayStation. No, no, This is my yeah. resolution. You guys don't control my resolution. <laughs> can <laughs> okay? Mike?
0: Can Mike lend can you I, his PS? Can I five? lend you my PS5? No. So let me fit. Can what I- if it was <laughs> completely
1: black and it had black plates? Would you go on, Sweeney go, Sweeney. go
0: on, Sweeney. Go on.
1: Okay. Thank you. So, this is already a like some of these games will take a while. So this is already actually when you add it I to know, that we're teasing, we're and teasing. then the the third one, which is actually huge, is um. Wait, wait. Your third resolution. Wait, 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 or wait. The-
2: <laughs> third game or resolution?
1: No. You can't do a third game yet. Resolution. <laughs> you guys aren't letting me finish my bloody thing. Okay, so the I'm saying this and Assassin's Creed might not seem big, but when you combine these in with my third resolution, which I'll explain oh, later, okay. Okay. it it is a significant amount of time. So of the 16, I've completed 12. So the four that just happened to be another four, the four that I've never completed all the way through is Final Fantasy two. So I'll be playing the Game Boy Advance version. Yep. Final Fantasy 4, I'll be playing the SNES version. Final Fantasy 5, I'll also be playing the SNES version, but I'll have to get a, the fan translation for that. And Final Fantasy X-2, which I'll be playing the Xbox One remaster version. So there's essentially four games there um, that I'll be playing through. So that's, yeah. And Final Fantasy X-2, I'll be getting all the achievements as well. So that's a significant amount of time. Whereas the other ones are you know are probably going to be shorter experiences, but... Yeah, so that's, that's my second resolution. So the first one, all Assassin's Creed's, and the second one, all Final Fantasies. So. That's awesome, okay. that's awesome.
0: You know, for Final Fantasy 4, you should check out the the hack community for that as well, because I think there's some patches that people have made. I think even the translation is a lot better, the mm. fan translation. So. I
1: kind of want to experience how this originally came out in the SNES for... for out for western regions honestly yeah. i know what he's saying okay. i know it's been improved but i yeah. kind of want to
0: see what yeah. the badness is in that stuff you know no i get that and i'll, I'll touch on that in my next resolution as well because i have the exact same sentiment as you all right mike what's your well, i do have i
2: do have a question for swinny though does this include or did you finish the game that you were the final Fantasy you were playing when you smashed your phone because you got pissed off at me. <laughs> oh my
1: god! Can I just quickly explain that? So, Final Fantasy One got released. Well, the, it it got ported to Game Boy Advance, along with Game Boy, uh, Final Fantasy Two, and then they ported that version to I think to PSP. And along the line, along the way, it got all these extra f- modes and dungeons and stuff. And then they ported it to mobile platforms, including Windows Ten. So oh. w- what happened was I was deep into the completion of Final Fantasy 1 on the Windows Phone. So just, that, just think of the timeline of that. That's kind of where, <laughs> when Windows Phone was a thing. And I was playing the game, and I think we were overseas at a friend's wedding, and I got so annoyed <laughs> at the wedding that I <laughs> uh, kind of... Because me and your wife,
0: my wife, yeah. yeah, yeah. Me and
2: your wife are up to shenanigans. Not not those kind of shenanigans. We're up yeah. to shenanigans
1: at the table.
0: And I was as well, but I was more instigating it all, not doing any of the yeah. actions.
1: And I very, <laughs> very regrettably got very frustrated and kind of threw my phone, but I didn't mean to throw it, and and it it may have or may not have hit someone which i deeply regret you did
0: like it hit my wife i, <laughs> know, it. I know i'm trying to i'm trying
1: to avoid saying that i'm just saying <laughs> what happened was deeply regrettable and was obviously it accidental. was an accident
2: he didn't mean to he didn't and, throw it at her and he bounced management? off the table
1: <laughs> but the thing is right i it obviously doesn't compare but i was punished by the fact that um i lost all my progress to that completion. I had to yeah. buy a new phone, a new Windows phone, at the time
0: when you which prob- is another punishment. Anyway, when
1: you probably are ah, like Windows phone, but it was time when you probably shouldn't have bought a new Windows phone. But I realized <laughs> really, and so I you up- got doubly punished. Yeah. Anyway,
0: triple so- punished. No, triply punished. punished. I love it. That's a good story. Okay. All right, Mike. Second resolution.
2: So my second resolution is to play less games in general.
0: Great so, for the podcast. Uh, no, no.
2: Amazing for the podcast. No, I'm just going to be more selective in what I play. I'm not going to pick any random game. Sorry, well, what you do gonna you going to say something?
0: Because uh, I'm going to look back at this in a year's time. So, play less games in general, or do you want to say, yeah. play, be more selective with the games? You're really going for those no, quantifiable goals, aren't you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, 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 it's record. hard to, I uh, know,
2: I know, it's really hard to quantify, but I can tell you <laughs> at the end of the year, if I felt content about the level of gaming that I've done. So I know I know it's hard it's hard to but I I will be objective about my own feelings if that makes sense. I'm going to say objectively objective about my feelings. I think you're sandbagging us. (laughs) No, I'm like okay, so 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 the idea is that I'm obviously still going to play games. I'll be kidding myself if I said I wasn't. But I find well, you're going to already lose. I pick up all these games that, you know, I play for a bit and I'm not really enjoying it, but I got to justify the fact that I spent 30 bucks on it mm. and, oh, I just want to finish it. I want to get to this bit, but I'm not really into it. Why am, why am I even wasting my time on it? So I think now I'm going to be very selective about the games that I play. They have to be games that I really have an interest in or they're really good games that are just absolutely worth playing. So as part of that, I think I'm going to have to assign a certain time per week that mm-hmm. i can i can spend on this to be quite rigorous so i've got a little schedule that i'm sounds building fun. myself <laughs> as well oh yeah it sounds super fun this is going to be the best
0: I like swinny's uh, spreadsheets <laughs> track games. you're all getting spreadsheets <laughs> so to, to untrack games <laughs>
2: So, so, that that's going to be my second one. Less gaming in 2021. Yeah,
0: you've got buy less games, play less games. This is great for the podcast
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's brilliant. All right. well, my but No, no, no. I will play. I will still play, but I'm going to be... I, I'll, I'll have the really good ones that I can talk about.
0: Well, I, well, okay. I'll say my next resolution is a bit of a combination of what you just said then and then what Swinny's been oh. saying. So... Okay. My next resolution—it's the most gaming-focused resolution, which probably to play makes less sense. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> no, it's—I've described it as calling it eliminate the Dirty Dozen.
2: Ooh, interesting. Okay, so
0: there's a whole bunch of games I haven't played, which essentially mean that I should not be hosting a video game podcast, right? <laughs> and I'll start. I'll start. Like I'll run through the list super quickly. I'm looking. I'm, forward, gonna, I'm looking forward to this. I'm going to play all these games now. I will. I will already say I have pretty much played all of these games but i haven't played through them to the end and some i've actually played maybe 80 percent of right so i'll, I'll say uh-huh. that first off the bat um but i will complete all these games so these are the 12 games and it, this is horrifying that i haven't actually gone through a lot of these games so i'll run through it quickly but the first one is the biggest one that's ridiculous that i haven't played so castlevania symphony of the night chrono trigger earthbound final fantasy 7 half-life 2 mass effect Metroid Prime, Akami, Resident Evil Four, Last of Us, and Witcher Three. So they're the twelve no, games. That uh, games. No Dark Souls. No Dark Souls. Well, no, no I didn't include things that I'm already what? playing because of. Oh, okay. Game of some other year. Man, so, yeah, but you some might never finish games, it.
1: Just Half Life Two. Like, oof. you've never no, finished Half Life Two. No, no. But so,
0: like, Half Life Two, I have played like eighty percent of that game. Right. Okay. So it's not like I haven't played these games. Yeah, like yeah, some yeah. I haven't played at all. Yeah, right? yeah that's fair enough. So like. I, I, Oh, did I say Uncharted? Uncharted as well. So, like, Last of Us, I haven't even booted that game up. I own okay. it and everything. I haven't even booted it. So, I've I've mapped out the time. <laughs> so, we've all got spreadsheets going got on. Got a spreadsheet? Nice. <laughs> yeah,
1: cool. So,
0: I've added all the time, and it's like 380 hours worth of I games. didn't realize you never That's completed
1: Chrono Trigger.
0: No, no, hmm. no. Good. So, like, again, like, I've gone through, like, uh, games that I've always wanted to play, and then also just like what are regarded as some of the best games of all time. And then, you know, games that, are, you know, I just want to target. Symphony of the Night is the worst because I've played so many Metroidvanias. Mm. And I've had this really weird thing of, I want to play it on like an original PlayStation. But I've just bitten the bullet and I'm going to play the 360 version, which I own, weirdly enough. It's, and it's that was version. the good version. Well, that one is the PlayStation version. They've just like ported yeah. it. So uh-huh. it's got the bad translations and all like the nice. you know cringy stuff that I want to play. So similar to what you were saying, Sweeney.
1: I I wonder if you'll have the same takeaway from that game that I do. I love Symphony of the Night, but it is so ridiculously easy. Oh, okay, Interesting. yeah, like and that's that's a lot of people think that it's not my my being me being. Ooh, man, I'm so good. It's just, it's an easy game. Sure. But it's but fun. Didn't, I didn't, it's I don't find Super anyway. Metroid
0: hard. I don't find Super Metroid hard.
1: Uh, so. we'll, we'll see when you eventually get to play it. Uh, Be interested to mm. get your take okay. on it. Um, yeah. But I'm, it doesn't take away from how good it is. It's just like, just it surprised me when I did it. Because Castlevania games generally aren't super easy. So... Oh, mm.
0: uh, really? I'd never find them that hard. Like the GBA games and stuff. Oh, well, I'd
1: reckon...
2: Anyway. Yeah, well, okay. we this yeah. one's easier than this. But hang on, hang on, hang on. Can we just go back to, to Dark Souls for one second?
3: Yeah.
1: You always, you always want to go back to oh Dark Souls. Because
2: he keeps... He, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll play it, I'll play it. Then he I plays it for like it. an <laughs> hour and then he stops playing it again.
0: <laughs> I, I Are committed. you going
2: to finish it this year? 100%
0: Are you committed I, to finishing I, that game this year? I'm committing to finishing it in the quarter. I have to finish it this quarter. I need By this to quarter.
2: Get- so, hence why it's out of the list of the 12th. It's, yeah. it's a bonus one. It's a 13th. Because
0: the challenge I have is we need to do the whole game of some other year... And then we need to do the next game of some other year. So, I would Mm. prefer if that was in the calendar year. Like, it's my fault that it's not. So... Yep, yep, yep. All right. Swinny, your final resolution. Okay. This one is...
1: Let me explain this before you guys start going into it because I think the context (laughs) really matters about this one. Okay? All right. We'll give you the floor. We'll give you the floor. Okay. So, this is something I've done... Didn't do it last year, but I've done it in previous years. But it makes sense to really, I guess, formalize as part of our gaming resolution. So I, as I've mentioned before, I focus on RPG uh, games on Xbox platforms for achievements. And my number one gaming resolution is to reach 250 RPG completions on Xbox platforms. Hmm. So that doesn't mean I'm completing 250 this year because that is probably literally impossible. Um, I am at 219, which means basically I have to complete 31 RPGs this year to reach that That's still a lot. Now, to put that in perspective with how I've gone in previous years, so my best previous years were I completed 35 RPGs in 2019 and 34 in 2018. But last year, I only completed. I don't. I, I completed 24 games. I have to check if they're up all RPGs, but likely probably 22 of them are at a mm, minimum. Okay. So while it's not going to be. I'm not planning on being my best year. Part of that is as well is that I don't. I have very few easy wins left. Mm. A lot of the easier RPGs I've already completed. Um, but there are some. There's some important considerations here. So there are a few that what happens is when a game gets DLC achievements added in, it gets removed from my completed list. So that will include... Uh, so some examples are Outer Worlds. So there's two versions of Outer Worlds that got the DLCs and there's more DLC coming this year. Um, that essentially will be part of it, even though I have actually already completed the main game. So, oh, so
2: it counts as a new game? like a, Well, because as... it
1: gets uncomplete. So
2: uh, yeah so then it gets But it still take- keeps the original completion tracked. It's not like it doesn't go from 219 and all of a sudden you have two hundred. Yeah no it drops because it, the game Yeah no it, it goes
1: to 218 it drops down. Oh whoa shit. Yeah. So oh, does it? Like, you got yeah. you got to <laughs> oh So
2: you effectively have to play more than those 32 you you've got to play like 35. No no I'm um, that's the games. number
1: I'm at at the moment. So that's including the ones that may have dropped down. There's not many of them. Okay. So that's what I'm saying it includes a few that are going to be easy wins in that regard but also mm. it will include whatever chemco games come out so <laughs> these are still like 15 to 20 hour completions so they're not like one hour or anything but from mm, an rpg like standpoint point, worth. 15 to oh. 20 hours is pretty quick completion
2: so so it's one one game every week and a half give or
1: take what's the maths there about that right Every week and a half, well, yeah, whatever, you yep. know, 31 falls into, but...
0: No, it's once once a fortnight, really. Yeah. Because you need to do about 20 games, right, 20? Uh, no, I need no. 31 games. 31, 31 games? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. That's... So... oh, that's a lot. Yeah. Mm. Wait, 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 so you did 22 last year.
1: About, well, t- 24, but I think probably 22 of them are RPGs, just Ooh. like if I had to... He's going to quit his job halfway through the year. I know, this I can... is going to be hard to do. That's actually going <laughs> no, really to be hard No, but I've done you. 35 in, and 34 <laughs> in previous years, so...
0: But, but then you've got to factor in the podcast. Well, that's Smash, the thing. Having a full-time playing playing Smash. job. Smash.
1: So Smash. that's why I'm saying when you look at those first two, completing Assassin's Creed, with the exception of Valhalla, none of those are going to count. And the Final Fantasy games, except, with the exception of the one on Xbox, mm. aren't going to count. So that's mm. the reason why those ones may seem like they're easier to achieve because that other that last one is a huge, um, huge thing to tackle. So that's my that's my gaming resolutions for 2021. They're all gaming purely gaming achievement focused, yep. as in completion, <laughs> proper actual.
0: What a surprise! And they're all measurable, the targeted. They are you know, yes, track. Whereas Mike's, <laughs> they just hey. Couple. So what's your no, last bet- one, Mike? Flight. Okay, be less, so my be last one is person.
2: okay. My last one, you ready? Yeah, you buckled up.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm strapped. My
2: gaming resolution for 2021 is to make a game.
0: Oh, Whoa. no, man. I played enough of
2: them that I think it would be actually kind of cool to just work on one. Okay, no, I don't okay. have any projects in flight, by the way. I don't have okay. anything that Go I've started or anything like that.
0: My I tab just love- on d4 and don't go yeah. to it because i've got you know my uh games anticipated games i'm just gonna yeah. jump straight into mine my third resolution publish a game in
1: 2021 oh there you go how weird <laughs> is that <laughs> you guys see
0: this this is unfair because you guys
1: could you should po- collaborate on yeah one. i was gonna say you guys poten- <laughs> could potentially collaborate that's that's cheating that is hmm. so
0: funny that is insane that's cool. That is so weird how you did it as the last one as well.
1: <laughs> I know. Well, I, I figured it's probably
2: the coolest thing, so I saved it well, for last.
0: guess
1: what? My secret fourth resolution is...
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. So, what are you thinking?
2: Well, I don't I don't, ha- I don't, have a particular game in mind, but, I mean, this changes things. The fact that you are thinking of doing it as well makes me think that maybe it's worth collaborating on something.
3: Mm.
2: And I also think that, you know, Swinny, I know you've got a lot on your plate, but, you know, this isn't just a... Exclusive uh, Intergot Mike Club. So you uh, I'll let you guys more. have that. But if I can't, <laughs> you know, if I if that's he's not got the like thirty
0: five then... RPGs to finish, he doesn't have the time. Exactly. Uh,
2: so if if that's not achievable, then it's probably going to have to either be an adventure game that I think would be easier to pull off, and I can actually do some artwork and stuff for it as well, uh, or like a, a more of a basic kind of something made in Game Maker. I have to be realistic as well, because I do have a bunch of things planned for 2021. So, it, it can't be something that's going to take all my spare time. And I did wor- work it out the other day, because I was trying to sort of plan a few things for 2021. And a full-time job, really, I don't know what you guys are like, and I don't know how the hell you find all that spare time, but its it screws me up in terms of time management. As in, you, you finish at, you know, 5.30, let's say, and... We'll probably have to do a whole bunch more days in the city. So by the time we get home, it's like seven ish. You gotta cook dinner because you gotta feed yourself. So even if you do microwave stuff, whatever, it's you know, seven thirty by the time you can like, do anything. I like
1: how this sorry, this, and then you if, get this like is three turning, hours to, to do this should turn into a general commentary on <laughs> on how work the salaryman life. Your life is essentially man life, work exactly. and sleep and well,
2: I just think that you have very limited time to actually do your own thing. If, if if you work full-time in a job that more than likely you're not even getting much satisfaction from to begin with. And then you get, what, <laughs> three hours a day to actually do anything with. And by the time uh, the weekend hits, you know, if you have a family, there's family things you got to do. There's well, all these okay. other things that... So,
0: that's the biggest part. So, when you're saying all of this, I used to think like you and then I had kids I'm like, wow, I, I had no idea before, <laughs> like, how Well, that's much, what I mean, exactly. much, No, 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 listen to me, how much free time I had, <laughs> like, I could well, have the, achieved yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah, I know, I know, could well,
2: have, <laughs> could have, but I think in theory, heaps of people could achieve a lot, yet they don't, so, and, and I think that's because, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, you, especially if you're in a job, which I think a lot of people are in, where you're not necessarily really passionate or involved mentally in that particular job. You do it because you need the money so you can mm. do other, other shit in life. But the problem is you can't. your brain can't just switch on and off. You can't go eight hours a day doing something super dull that you're not really that interested in. And then all of a sudden, you know, after work, your brain is creative and you can do all these amazing things. The brain doesn't really work like that. So, mm. as part of that, I don't know. I think I might actually have to start working part-time if I can afford
0: it or do something like that and start planning things like that into it. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that because uh, my wife has been looking at getting a job. So, you know, we had a baby, so she's had time off work. Hmm. Uh, and one thing that she's been doing is, you know, Hey, I've got this salary in mind and they're like, well, oh, it's a bit too high. And then she's like, Oh, that's fine. Just I'll work four days and I'll use the budget that you're talking about. Nice. And I swear, like it's such a crazy tactic. But it's an awesome tactic. About 80% of places have come back and said, "Yeah, we're comfortable to do that." Yeah. Which is dude, which is crazy. It's basically yeah. going, "Give me a 25% pay rise." You know? It's yeah. like it's, <laughs> it's nuts, basically that, yeah. Right? Well, 20% pay rise, but yeah. 20%. Um but I've got the maths degree here. Um <laughs> <laughs> but I'm actually seriously because I'm thinking, you know, where I'm at, it's it's great and everything. I'm like super fortunate. I you know, I, I fully appreciate and acknowledge that. Uh, you yep. know, I might look around at somewhere else to work and, you know, that is one element I'm thinking. Maybe I should have that conversation of like, hey, yeah. I want to work four days and then have an extra day to do my own things. Oh, absolutely, kind of yeah. So,
2: I am absolutely doing that. I've, I've planned it out. I don't know how my manager is going to go with that, but I honestly actually don't give a shit. I'm at, well, I'm at the stage where, where my the time is... Though,
0: because I think they're going to go, well, we're going to dip your pay, you know, by 20 Why would they
2: dip... What? Yeah, they would, definitely. Well, no, they won't eight. keep the same pay for you to then work four days. That's no, almost I'm impossible if, if you no, already no, no, no. have a job.
0: Exactly. That's the weird thing about going that's, to get a new job. It actually- You could do that. You totally can is do possible. That. Absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. then if and you tot- ever say, hey, totally I want to work five days, it. you have to yeah. bump my pay up.
2: <laughs> but I'm now at the stage where I have told myself uh, within the next six months, I will go part-time. Initially maybe one day a week, but my plan would then yeah, to actually be two days a week mm. uh, part-time. You well, know, cuz well, when you say I part-time you mean survive. four days part-time. So no, so, so only work 3 days a week. Oh. And then the other the other two days work on my own personal project. Oh, wow, okay. Because I realized that if I if I curbed down on all the sh- the unnecessary shit that I buy, yeah. And I'm not sitting here needing a mansion to live in and all, and all that other crap. There's you don't need a huge amount of money, no, to 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 you know have a comfortable if you, if you life. A so to speak. If you've got a yeah,
0: decent job, if you've got yeah, that's
2: the I think we have we're all very fortunate that we <laughs> yeah. are yeah. able to get <laughs> yes. jobs
1: that uh, would allow us to do something like that. Yeah, um, of course. Well, with the exception, of obviously, you know, like there's you Know family and stuff like that, but um, yeah, like yeah, a lot of people even... aren't obviously in that position, so
2: no, but even my partner, right? She all her jobs are basically casual jobs, so she has uh, something like nine hours of permanent jobs, which doesn't even pay that great because it's at a library, so the everything else that she gets is completely casual. Mm. And even in her scenario where everything's casual, she, between the two of us, and again, fortunate that there's two of us, I guess we can combine our income and still live okay from only working three days a week. And I think a lot of people can actually do that. I know a ton of people who, who you know, work full-time. Both of them work full-time because they live way above their means. They just buy so much shit that they don't need. Hmm. They need the fanciest, newest car every single bloody two, three years. There's all these things that you can you can cut off and drastically reduce the cost of living that you can then take some of the time back and use that time to
0: actually do things you want to do with your life. You know, when you're saying so, the new car and everything, I was just thinking my car with the panoramic sunroof and <laughs> yeah, <that. laughs> exactly like that. Yeah. This is this is this has gotten really
1: deep now.
0: You know. All right. Well, this is awesome, Mike, because we've got like now competing uh, resolutions. Well, Are we competing, or do you want to collaborate? What's your uh, do well, okay? You, so, well, like- what's your I've already started work on my Wait, thing.
2: Sorry, and
1: you're asking this... Intergot if he wants to compete. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Exactly, yeah.
0: You know what's okay. crazy? My el- eldest son, he is so competitive. And it, I, I, honestly, I know you think that I'm a bad parent, but I, I do yes. not try yes, to push comp- competition onto him, right? But he is just so like naturally competitive He's, he's only three and he's already at the stage of going, yeah, I win, I win, you lose. And everything we do, he wants to win. <laughs> like I'm, It's just an innate thing, I think, with some people. But um yeah, so I have already started work on mine. And it's not to say like it, it's final, but I do want to, just given that the year will fly really quickly in the reality, mm-hmm. okay. I want to start to like lock things down really quickly. So we should talk uh what you want to do. But my idea, what I was going to do is... I want to make the and this is why you have zero interest in this. But we'll we'll talk after the podcast. Is this is this the I want to make I want to make the best Aussie rules football. So no, I know that one. Yeah, yeah. I want to make the best. Keep telling her about that's one of them. I want to make the best Aussie rules game ever, right? And and what I've started to work on is actually started to work on making Aussie rules game for the Game Boy that actually would work on a Game Boy. And that given that I've got the analog pocket coming this year. I want to make it so that I could actually build, like, a Game Boy cartridge of my game and then play it on the actual Game Boy itself.
2: That would be sick.
0: Yeah, so, like, two things. I wanted to ask your feedback. So, I could either go down that route, which means I can get the game working really easily on Windows and release it even on Steam on Windows. There's a way that I can Hmm. hack it and make it work, right? It would make it really impossible, pretty much. Not impossible, but I just feel like it would be a mountain of work to get it working on... Like Xbox, Switch, all that kind of stuff, or mm-hmm. I could go the other route, which is make it on something like Game Maker, but it would be available on there everything. Work on everything, but That's I would I'd not be doing. able to make a Game Boy version of it.
2: Well, I would, I would probably say the the former, yeah, Do it on all on multiple platforms for okay, GameMaker. That's and what I, I'd be doing. What did you
0: think, Sweeney?
1: I think. Um... I think make it so it's available for as many people that want to play. Yeah. as Yeah, <sighs> it's I, not so I'm much
2: about the potential money or the mo- or anything like that. I just think it's something that people would love to enjoy. And how many other people are going well, to get
1: also, the? Also, the skills and experience you'd get from that would then mean that if you want to do anything like that in the future, you've already been yeah. through that process. Yeah, I just got you got to like- take the passion out. <laughs> well,
2: sorry, you got to maintain the passion, but you got to take that kind of passion out of it just because you want a little. Thing that you can look at at the end of the year
0: but i i just think in five years time will i be more impressed with myself if i've made a game that will work on the game boy well i think you can or... still do
2: that next year i mean you can do this thing and then all the learnings and and the assets and stuff you can take them and translate them to the game boy version
0: no because the game boy you, you need to choose from the start because the game boy has extreme limitations uh I don't know, I've got to I gotta think about it. But wh- what were Yeah, you spend thinking? the next six times thinking about it. No no no. I've <laughs> already started work on both prototypes. Why, okay. why
1: not do both?
0: <laughs> no no no, it's yeah. impossible. ¿Por no los dos? So my my idea <laughs> is you have it's like basically like uh, Mario Golf or Mario tennis. So you have like a Pokemon y RPG adventure yep. game. So, like, Golf then, Story. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But, like, a D make, like, for Game Boy. And the reason the game, why...
2: The makers of Golf Story are not going <laughs> to steal your idea. <laughs>
0: and no, they're already making Sports Story. <laughs> um, so, the reason why I was thinking Game Boy is just... There is something beneficial for me about just going, okay, I've only got, like, four colours to play with. It's oh. extremely limited because reality, like, with the podcast, all the stuff that we do, the kids especially work, I will have, like you know, what is it, like, maybe at most 300 hours to make this game this year. Mm. So that's not much time. So I need to be able that's to get moving quickly, right? That's mm-hmm. why game maker. I've used it a lot in the past. I've already got a working prototype of being able to play, like, an AFL game, kick the ball around, do all that stuff. Um, and then, game like, with Game Boy, there's a really cool software, Game Boy Studio, that also, like, I've gone through the code and there's ways that I can, you know, make specific AFL stuff for it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm still leaning on the Game Boy thing, but we should chat about like what you want to do and what that yeah, looks sure. like. And then, you know, if there's something that we could do together, if, it, if we both are super excited about it, we could do that. Like that makes way more sense. Like way, 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 way more sense. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like let's chat and see what you want to do. And then cool. Sounds good. It's either, it's going to be fun. It's either going to be, Competitive or collaborative, and I think either <laughs> is going to be good. So. There's
3: no All right. in between. Well,
0: that, that's our resolutions. I think that actually worked out a lot better than I expected. To be honest, yeah. um, I think it was yeah, a lot sort of like different than I thought it was going to be. All right, well, let's let's get into the most anticipated games, and we are running really, really long. So, like, maybe let's uh, let's power through these. Yeah, uh, yeah, let's do it, and let's start with Swinney first.
1: Yeah, so. Few quick
0: honourable mentions.
1: So, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, New Replicant version one point two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine, Smash Fighter uh, DLC. Sorry, you know, like any new characters in Smash Deck 13's next uh, game, whatever that is, has been announced, but if if it drops this year, and Tr- Dragon Age, because I have a sneaking suspicion it might not come out this year, so they're my honourable mentions. But my number five is. Outriders, mm. which is probably unexpected. Um, mm. So, the reason why I'm kind of this is a tentative, uh, like, I'm tentatively excited for this because, and mainly because what I when I look at Outriders, it reminds me a lot of Remnant from the Ashes, which Mike and I played, and I really love Remnant really from good. the Ashes. Yeah, love that game. There's also part of Outriders that looks a bit more like the Division and Destiny style um and I'm not saying those games are so different it's just more like i hope it, uh, it goes more on the side of the way remnant plays um but it, it does kind of give me that impression so i'm definitely definitely anticipating it. it's coming out on the second of feb um so it'll be we'll quickly know it's been made by people can fly who made um i think Bulletstorm and that and published by square so, it's coming out a whole bunch of stuff, including Xbox One and, and PlayStation and everything. So, Outriders is my number five most anticipated. Okay.
2: If you pick that up, let me know. Nice. All right, Mike, me. what's yours? Number one. So, I've I've actually just done them in random order, yeah, not sure. in preference. So, the first one I have is Gran Turismo 7. As you guys know, I'm a big fan of the series, having played it since the originals. Uh, I don't. I haven't heard anything about Forza having a release, which is kind of weird. Given the new consoles, I suspect something will probably come out Well, they've shown in the, coming year. the new are, Yeah, off. but in terms of release, I don't know if they they said it was going to be in 2021, did they?
1: Yeah, but have they shown more of that off than Gran Turismo or not? I don't know. About the same, huh. I okay, think. Okay.
2: I don't know. But I know for a fact that, I, that Gran Turismo is supposed to be coming out this year. So, that's, that's definitely what I'm looking forward to. Hopefully, while I'm talking, you will see some amazing footage of the ray tracing in this game, some pretty cars. Mm -mm -mm. Over to you, Inagat.
0: Yeah, so my game is Breath of the Wild 2. So, I am almost, (laughs) what are you laughing about? I'm just laughing
2: because I heard Swinny. Like, he made some noise. Yeah, because he's... Started, I didn't like, make
0: any
1: noise. You, you, did, you did. You did. I felt like you... No, I put myself on mutes. Like... Oh. <laughs>
2: okay. It sounded <just> like...
0: <laughs> You're so, the yeah, one that Swinny... made the noise. Swinny is a hater of uh, Breath of the Wild too. Like, do you admit that, Swinny? No, I'm a hater of Breath of the Wild. I don't know anything about Breath of the Wild 2. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Fair <laughs> call. Cool. Fair, Fair call. Cool. Uh, okay. Yeah, no. So, I'm, like, super excited about this game... Uh, it's the kind of game that I'll just definitely drop everything and play it. Um, yeah, like I think this game's coming out this year. Breath of the Wild is one of my favorite games of all time. Actually seeing my wife's brother play it made me go, oh my God, I want to play this game again. Um, so I'll probably jump back into that game. So yeah, like really, really looking forward to it. I actually also got Age of Calamity for Christmas, which is the Musou Warriors uh, style themed Breath of the Wild game. I am going to hold off on playing it, just given that it's a bit choppy, because I feel like a Switch Pro is going to come out this year. So I might be holding <laughs> on to that game for a year or two wow. until that comes out, because I'm sure it will run better. Um, but yeah, super looking forward to that game. sure it's going to come out this year. I'll be really bummed out if it doesn't come out. All right, Sweeney, what's your second game or fourth game, I think, the way you're running it?
1: Well, okay. So my number four is Monster Hunter Rise on the Switch. <laughs> nice, nice. So uh, this game's coming out on 26th of March, obviously made by Capcom and said it before i reckon monster hunter rise is going to be huge it looks great um it has it looks like it's the perfect way to continue on from world um while keeping the legacy of i guess handheld Mm. platforms in a way if you consider switch handheld so yeah looking forward to monster hunter rise
0: nice nice mike
1: so
2: i'm looking forward to seeing the continuation of elo's journey in horizon two
1: Forbidden West. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, quite a, quite. So that. So, is it on... actually Horizon 2, you reckon? Or do you reckon it's going to be like an infamous second it's situations where situation? No, going. it's,
0: hor- it's already called, it Horizon it of- called, called Horizon It is actually called Horizon West. 2? No. So, no, yeah. no, it's called Horizon Forbidden West.
1: So, there's no 2 in it? No. Okay, the name is... Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not, not even just the name. Do you reckon it's an actual fully-fledged properly sequel, or, or, or do you think that's it's
2: a good more question like... i don't know i don't know yeah yeah but, but i know exactly what you mean is it more like a smaller hmm. no I don't, I,
0: don't smaller. I don't think it's smaller i don't think it's smaller but
2: i thought it was a full yeah
0: i mean your question your question is is it going to be a sequel to dawn right i mean yeah. it is a sequel <laughs> Yeah, But, uh, I mean, is
2: it a uh, fully-fledged, proper that's what I'm saying. Is, sequel, is it, is it or is an it infam- almost like a giant <laughs> is it, DLC?
1: Is it an infamous 2? It's two? really funny for some reason. Is it an infamous 2 or is an infamous second son? You know, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah, it,
0: No, no, it continues the story. It continues yeah, the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's been confirmed. Okay, good. Yeah, but, I mean, like,
2: <laughs> what was the what was the infamous blood? Uh, what was the, the blood one with vampires and stuff? Normally, it was normally, like that. It wasn't a DLC. It was a standalone thing, but it wasn't a full, full, full game, but it was still a full game.
0: Normally, Mike and I throw things off, but this time, Swinny has for you. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Swinny. <laughs> anyway,
2: that's the game I am keen to try out.
0: Yeah. No, no, I agree. Whatever it is. I, I actually didn't get to my honourable mentions. There's so many. Should I just quickly mm, run through them? Yeah, go Because that was going to be on... on uh, yeah, maybe I'll go quickly. Uh, Eastwood is one of my honourable mentions. Uh, Gotham Knights, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, Sports Story, and The Evil Dead slash Back for Blood. I think that last one is more dependent on you guys. If you want to play that game, I'm definitely up to play that game, but like either one. I'll play it. Yeah. Uh, So what's
2: your actual actual second one?
0: Yeah, I'm up to my second. I'm just trying to keep track of everything. Uh, My second is Halo Infinite. So this game is going to come out on PC and Xbox. I actually hope... That they just restrict it. After learning from Cyberpunk, they just restrict it to Series X and S. I don't think Mm. that's going to happen. I hope they do that. I think that would be a really smart move from them. And I actually think everyone would be okay with that. Um, But yeah, I'm really looking forward to this game. I'm really glad that they've delayed it for a year as I predicted. And I think when it comes out, it's going to be not the smash hit it needs to be, but... I think it'd be a very competent Halo game, just given everything they're doing and making sure they're taking care of the franchise. And I hope, Swinny, that you're keen to play it, given that it's on Game Pass. And it should be cross-platform, right? So if we play on PC and Xbox, it will work fine. Potentially. Mm. I hope so. I'll All right, play so- it. I'll hate it. All right, I'll Swinny, your third?
1: Well, this one's easy because my third is Halo Infinite.
0: Oh, nice! No. <laughs> so, okay, well, just uh, anything else you want to add? Different <laughs> video as well. Good. They've got a yeah. They've got a hug
1: making sound effects. So the, that's, yeah. that's all I need to know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> More no, of
1: I'll, the bloody annoying one. One sound thing I'll say is I'm most looking forward to to getting back into
0: uh, Halo multiplayer. Yeah, dude. That's I, I didn't say that, but that, and you know I've always said that they should release the multiplayer early for the game. And it's going to be free as well, so that's just a win-win. And it's probably finished, but the multiplayer, the back in the day, it was so sick. Like, Halo 3, that was so cool. I, I, so, you didn't answer my question. Can we play, like, PC and Xbox? Well,
1: we don't know. You'd assume so, but we don't know, so.
0: But were you playing, when we were playing Master Chief Collection, were you playing it on PC or Xbox? I was on PC, and I,
1: uh, yeah, no. I, I definitely prefer playing Halo games with controllers, so. But anyway, yeah, that Halo yeah, that was my third most. Yeah.
0: anticipated. Nice, nice. All right, your third, Mike. So my third is a game that we're both on
2: your lists of honorary mentions, uh, and that is Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Ah, oh, nice. So I normally, you know me, I I tend to, and I've said this a few times, I I am nostalgic about a bunch of things, but I'm not necessarily into the whole let's just get this because of the nostalgia. But I do. F- feel there's a small itch of me wanting to kind of go through Mass Effect again, maybe just as bad as Renegade, replay the whole thing Mm. in in high def, make some different choices and stuff, which I think you can kind of make with that game. Um, But I do worry that I think it's going to be one of those things (laughs) where I'll I'll start it off and then I'll get to a certain point and I'll go, okay, I'm a little bored because I've done this multiple times already. Why am I doing it
1: again? Mike, would you be happy or otherwise if they update Mass Effect 1 to play more like Mass Effect 2.
2: (laughs) That's a a really interesting point. I I actually don't think I'd necessarily be disappointed because I can go back and play the original Mass Effect the the way it was originally designed anytime I want. So I would actually kind of maybe enjoy having a a fresher experience with Mass Effect 1 so I can do the, the story again yet feel like the game feels different. At the same time, so I, I actually think I'd enjoy that. All right, because well, like the, op- the option is always there to about that. Well, the option is always there for you to to go back and play yeah, it the man. way it was originally designed, no, no one's stopping you from doing that. And there's you know, if you've got a, 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 any, any sort of PC nowadays, you build. I to know, I, I'm I
1: know, I'm an outlier on that so. one, so I'm, I recognize, yeah, that.
0: You, you have a very controversial opinion, you're trying to yes. introduce your controversial, uh. What what is that uh, forum called? True achievements, True comments achievements. onto our podcast. <laughs> Destroy our podcast. Yeah. T- t-
2: tell you what though, I actually liked. Uh, obviously, you know, two and three were were quite refined, hmm. but I actually liked number one. The fact that it had more build abilities and more. Ver- it felt like it had more varied things you can kind of do mm. as a person number two in terms of weapons and stuff. Because it was more of a very sort of... It was more of an re- RPG. that's Typical RPG, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way of more of a typical I, RPG. At I've least got to, in the way I've got
0: to wait until Legendary Edition comes out because I'm fearful that it's just not a good port. Or not a port like oh. a remake or remaster, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, so. I'll wait till that comes out because it is on my dirty dozen. Uh, Mass Effect, so you might as well it does wait make for sense that, that, to get it. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll wait yeah. for that. If it's not great, I'll just boot up my 360 version of Mass Effect. Which well, is there's nice. a place. Isn't
2: there the trilogy on PlayStation as well? as a
0: uh, yeah, it's going to release on PlayStation for... and Xbox and PC. No, there was yeah. already
2: a trilogy I thought that came out for PlayStation Four, or something, wasn't there?
0: Uh, I don't I think so, it, no. but maybe maybe was a, pack. They had a pack. Yeah,
1: I think there was
0: a trilogy. Okay, hmm. but that doesn't really make much sense, given that it wouldn't be much better than the three sixty nah, version just compared to, to this. The, yeah, I think we're up to myself. My third one. So yes. my third is, and this is a weird one, is uh, Ratchet and Clank. So if I look at the brief of going, what's my most anticipated games, I'm really interesting, really interested. Sorry to see how this game goes because. For me, this game feels like the first next-gen game. It should be coming out in the next three months or so, I believe. Um, And yeah, I'm just really interested to see how this game lands because it looks really, really cool the way they're using the tech of the SSD. It looks very much like, okay, let's make a pure PS5 game, fully take advantage of the PS5. Uh, Very good series already. And yeah, it just looks insane to me. It looks, along with probably... Demon's Souls to be like a next gen looking graphics game as well. So I won't get the game (laughs) anytime soon, but I'm actually looking forward to it coming out and just seeing the reception. All right, Swinny, we're up to your third, I guess? No, my f- oh, fourth. Oh, sorry, fourth. Fourth, fourth. Right? So my Well, second, second. It's a countdown. Exactly, it it's second. a countdown. And, and <laughs> yeah. I, countdown. I
1: called shotgun on the countdown thing, but obviously no one's doing it, so...
0: Well, no, no, mine kind of is half a countdown, half Okay,
1: <laughs> so my number two most anticipated game, and I think it will release this year, is still Rising.
0: Well, so, I'm looking at the video and I'm like, I don't know what this game is. So, I've mentioned it before on the
2: podcast. Robots who get erections.
0: Yes.
1: Mike <laughs> did make a, a joke about it when I talked about it last time. Glad he remembered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought we clarified this. Unless, funny, unless, funny unless he just forgot about it and he made the same joke twice. That's funny. Which I is like very possible. No, um, so, Still Rising is made by the same people who made grateful. Uh, so, mm, okay. uh, mm. by Spiders. Now, they haven't announced this this year, but I have a feeling it will be. Um, okay. so it's coming out on, uh, all next gen and PC. Um, and yeah, so developer spiders. So Greedfall, Technomancer, Bound by Flame, Mars Warlogs, all games that are definitely Eurojank, definitely a quiet taste. Um, <laughs> and I love them. So I'm really, really looking forward to this game.
0: Nice. Mike, what's your second most anticipated game? That could be also your fourth. Oof.
2: My list is in no order in particular. Uh, but unordered the, list. It's like HTML. The, the game in the list. next slot in my unordered list is <laughs> yeah. Resident Evil Village.
3: Ah,
0: Resident
2: Evil f- Eight. Yes. You mean eight? What is it up to? Yeah, eight. <laughs> eight. What number is it up to? It's you know eight, what? I, I actually don't mind that they have they don't have the proper numerical sequencing and stuff. In but they some do of these, in the titles, do they? Is it actually called
0: Seven? Uh, sorry, Eight Village, or is it just? But well, they reference village. it in the design. But anyway, anyway, so Resident Evil Eight. Because of the V and the I and the I and the I, is that why? Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Oh, I didn't notice that. That's it. <laughs> I didn't notice that. I've obviously not seen enough of the the trailers. Well, Resident Evil. To be fair, though, I'm also trying to. to- to not get spoilers and stuff.
0: Resident Evil way. Seven, which is actually called Resident Evil Seven Biohazard, also yeah. has in the evil the Vii. Yeah, I remember that. And they just continued it they had that in this. Damn, that's so cool. That's but so clever. A little bit different I'm though. Such an idiot. They haven't officially called it Resident Evil Eight Village. It is no, they actually haven't. That's what Resident I Evil mean. Village okay. at this stage. Cool. At
2: this stage, so so I I am actually probably not going to read or see too much about it because I yep. I kind of just want to. And you know there's all, I wanna see all this, the scenes by myself.
0: The whole story's been spoiled already. Well, I don't
2: I don't know that, but I don't want to know that. No, I'm so just saying you gotta to be to... careful
0: about this game because okay. in the Capcom hack, which we Damn. I don't think we really covered no, fully because again, you know, mm. we don't like to cover some of these things, but um they've actually leaked the whole story of that entire game. Like okay. everything about it. So yeah, you should <laughs> be well, very so careful gonna... about that okay, game. Okay, I'll
2: be super careful then. Because there were some scenes in, in, in number seven that were just Awesome, really loved it. I haven't mm. actually played it on VR yet. I gotta, I gotta, number get it seven scared
0: VR. me too much, man. I started playing it and it freaking VR scared the or shit just, out normal. Of me. just normal, VR, just normal, man. Yeah, there's some really good, things, night, but imagine scared oh, the shit out of for me, that. Man. But
2: imagine that in VR. Oh my god, I don't think I, I play, can play it. I'm too scared. It's, it's nuts. <laughs> it's the perfect game for VR. I can, mm. if you want to get a heart attack, so yeah, that's that's my number two slash four slash whatever.
0: Yep, yeah. uh, and then it's mine, yeah. <laughs> I'm yep. just trying to do everything. Here. Uh, so mine is, uh, and this is not in order, uh, Monster Hunter Rise. So I haven't played through any Monster Hunter game. And I think this is the perfect game for me to play through. It's on the Switch. Uh, next, Well, this year, sorry. Uh, very likely that I'll be going back in the office again. I mean, I'm looking forward to going back in the office, frankly. Probably not anytime soon, given that I'm in Sydney. So I think that that will be paused for a few months at least. But this game is coming out on March 26th from memory. And I think that would be about the right time when, you know, I'll be heading back into the office and everything. And this is, to me, the absolute perfect game. I've got a long commute and just firing this game up on the Switch, you know, collecting some stuff, getting some stuff done in the game. And then also, if you're playing it as well, Swinny, like with all the co-op stuff, I think it'd be perfect game to play. So I'm really looking forward to this game. Cool and is this your number one this is my is number any? one most dun, dun, dun. anticipated so my last one is equal number one with breath of the wild but yeah let's go to yours so
1: this game which i
0: do think hopefully it will come out this year
1: mm-hmm. is alden oh, ring <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so i couldn't put this as anything but number one um this is easily Odd. my most anticipated game for anybody that doesn't know. It's the next from Software game, and it's we haven't heard anything really about it since honestly the <laughs> the reveal trailer, <laughs> which yeah. is like yeah. over two years old, I think at this point. Um, I
0: think there's two statements. That's all that's been yeah. made about this game. Two statements wow. on Twitter. Which is why I didn't even put it
2: on my list because otherwise it would have been my number one as well. When there, there is, but I wasn't sure if it was actually coming out. Well, this that's year.
1: why I said it could be games that we don't have a release date. So I would I'm yeah. hopeful it's very possible of course it might not but it was announced uh, E3 2019
0: June 2019. So the one Okay, it's not that long ago. Not really.
1: oh, a year and a half, so.
0: They they started development mm-hmm. of this game in early 2017. And the
1: one thing is that I obviously hope they nail the you know it's meant to be an open world game or more of an open world game which is different than the other uh, Souls games and that. So, I really hope they nail it. Mm. Mm. That's it. Mike, what is your unordered? Well,
2: that would have been it if I was confident that it was coming this year, yeah. but since I don't, the one that I do believe is coming this year is Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines.
0: oh Nice. So I, I, I did not really know much about these games, so ex- yeah.
2: Different. Um, so, I, I played a little bit of the original, but not not... Enough, and I've always sort of thought the series looked really, really cool. So, I think this would be a perfect opportunity to actually get into into. Uh, you know,
1: that game I was delayed say. from last year, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: I'm Which I think is always a good out. thing, rather than yeah. What well, other games have done, yeah. But I think didn't like the, a certain game I kept didn't about? the project
1: lead quit? I think was something, there was something there. There was a story that we covered in the show. So, hopefully, that game's in a good place because I'm looking forward to that as hmm. well. Hmm.
2: It looked like the the trailer that I think is probably playing right now. If you're on YouTube and it you're is, watching it this, is, yeah. uh, is 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 gameplay footage, and it's an interesting one because I've been playing Cyberpunk, and to me at least, that's set the bar up bar right there in terms of character design and bugs. graphics, <laughs> and bugs. Of course, yeah. So I'm like, it it kind of felt a bit cyberpunky in that sense, it and does I was look look worried like that it, I'm going yeah. to be disappointed at the lower graphics potentially because it'll be hard to sort of do the do what Cyberpunk did, but at the same time, I think yeah. Once you get into it, it doesn't really. It's more about the gameplay and the RPG elements and the story and stuff, which look pretty cool in that game. But I must admit, I'd,
0: I'd take a game that's solid that didn't look as good as Cyberpunk rather yeah. than a game oh, that absolutely. looks like Cyberpunk and runs like Cyberpunk. So
2: yeah, absolutely. But mm. again, again, not to not to you know talk about Cyberpunk again and again. I've been playing it more, not not as much unfortunately because of time constraints and stuff, but I've continued playing it mm. and I still I'm digging the hell out of it. And I also spend quite a bit of time just I sent you guys some of the the photos I've been taking in photo mode. Just I'll stop in the middle of a conversation and go, "Oh, that's a really cool photo opportunity." Pause and then just take photos and that's dragged <laughs> on my my hours way more than they should be.
0: Nice. Nice. All right, so what's my, your uh... my equal number 1? Uh-huh. Equal number one. So these are these ones are ordered. So Breath of the Wild is equal to this yep. is Wonderboy Asher in Monster World. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, right.
0: No, no. I was going to say Cyberpunk. I was going to build up this whole thing about early access game. It's going to come out next year. I was almost anyway, going to no. put Cyberpunk
1: because, like, next gen, I, next gen
0: Cyberpunk. It's kind of valid, though, I, to say I have it's kind that, of that
2: Yeah, I have that on my list. My number one on my actual list on my screen is a bug-free Cyberpunk 2077. Which will come out,
0: ne- well, this year now. It will come out. Uh, no, no. So, my equal number one, and I do think this game is going to come out, is Elden Ring. Oh, so yeah. Whoa. Like, <laughs> I, I, you know, interesting so far as like I actually think I'll pick up a PS5 if it's only available on PS5 wow. if it comes out now. If it comes out on PC at the same time, which it's they, by the way, it's not, not only really available
1: co- on PS5, you're talking about available on next gen consoles.
0: Oh, yeah, it's actually available on PS4. No, because it was shown off at a Microsoft
1: thing. I'm talking mm-hmm. like it's not yeah. a PS5 um, exclusive unless they change. it. Oh, okay.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, look, if it's on PC, I'll get it on PC, but you know, having played the very little amount of Dark Souls and Demon Souls, you know, I do like those, well, you know, I don't love those games, I haven't played them enough, but I know I will love them. I'd love to get on a game that's coming out like this, like from From Software. Uh, when it comes out. So I'm really actually keen to no walkthroughs, no guides, no wikis. Exactly. Because that's I I
2: I think Swinny, you're the same as me, the very first time I play those games, I go into them completely blind intentionally. I don't want wikis, I don't I don't care about any of that crap. I just want to actually enjoy the game as it is. And then if you hunt for achievements and stuff, you can read the wikis. But it changes the game quite a lot when you start wicking things.
0: Hmm. Yeah and you know that whole Discovery thing. I think this kind of game has a huge element of people discovering new strats and you're like, oh, okay, that's a really good way to do it. It's not just that.
1: It's discovery of the lore, discovery of... Yeah. And Mm. these games have very obtuse secrets that you would probably never find if someone else hadn't found it. And it's that sense of community
2: discovery that is great. Which is awesome, yeah.
0: And, and, you know, I know that he gets a lot of... He gets shat on a lot now, which I think really unfairly, like crazily unfairly, but... It is also really cool that the lore and I guess the, at least the overarching story is going to be structured by George R. R. Martin, um, mm. who, you know, like, again, people got to separate like the TV show from the books um, with Game of Thrones, but, you know, he's an amazing crafter of a story and just to drag you in as well. So this game's just literally got everything going for it. I took the whole... We think it's going to be a release thing pretty seriously. So there's games that aren't on my list that it may have been if if they were coming out this year, but I don't think they are. And then I do actually think Elden Ring will come out this year. If you look okay. at From Software's history, and I went all the way back to when they started developing games to when they released them. Hmm. This game, you know, if it goes to the end of the year, it would be like five years. The normal cycle is hmm. about two and a half to three years. Yeah, and they, so it's but I do way think that.
1: The, mm-hmm. yeah normally when they reveal like it doesn't come it doesn't take that long for the game to come out Yeah, so, and they play. they
0: have two teams running at their games internally which is another thing so they leapfrog their games so this team yeah it's been working on this game for 4 years so 17 18 19 20 yeah 4 years already because mm. they said that they started working on it in early 2017 so i think it'd be pretty shocking if this game didn't come out this year and also it's coming out on PS4 unless they change that having a PS4 come out game come out next year you know it's just Mm. probably not so wise i have a feeling
1: this will just be a next gen this will turn out to be next gen.
0: i I think again like i'm i'm not against that i don't have a next gen console but i'm not against that i'm not against it
1: at all yeah yeah we need we need more next gen only games honestly
0: yeah and i look i probably likely this is going to be like a big september october game um but if it comes out earlier that'd be cool really looking forward to it did, did we want to loop back just quickly on games that we thought weren't going to come out this year but would potentially be on the oh, list? Ma- or? The next Mass Effect.
1: Um, oh, so, um, yeah, okay. Yeah, but that's way away. Yeah, 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 but I'm just saying, like, of course, that's a Maybe. game anticipating, but, you know, it's not likely yeah. to come out. Um, obviously, anything relating to Final Fantasy XVI. Um,
0: Which I think, like, I was toying with that because I think that might come out this year.
1: I don't think it will simply because I just, yeah, I... Just looking at what they've done in, in the last few games, um,
0: I, I don't think that'll be
1: a next year. I think it'll be the following
0: year mm. myself. Um, well, two of the games that would have definitely been on my list if there was more clues that they were going to come out this year is a new Mario 3D platformer. So if you look at, again, the development cycle of Mario 3D games, they've been on a pretty constant churn of three to four years, and they get a smash past that if they don't release a game this year. So I I always thought there was going to be like an Odyssey 2, like pretty much what they did with Galaxy. Mm. And I'm I'm still shocked that they didn't make a DLC. Like I was very adamant that if they don't do a DLC for Odyssey, it's because they're just taking all that DLC stuff and making a full game out of it, Mm. which is what they did with Galaxy 2. But... Yeah. yeah, it's weird. Like they're a weird company, Nintendo. It's pretty much impossible yeah. to predict. And
1: another game that I don't
0: think will come out this year is Metro Prime Four. That was my next one. Yeah, yeah. so that would have been maybe number one to be honest, over Breath of the Wild two. Hmm. Just to see how that's shaping up. But yeah, that feels like maybe it's not even going to come out um, next year. Mike, game. Mike, other than Elden
1: mm-hmm. Ring, um, are there any games that you're super looking forward to that you don't think will come out this year? nothing that i can think of i was actually starfield? struggling
2: to starfield? think yeah sorry maybe starfield yeah that, that would definitely be something that i would love to play but i was struggling to really there, there wasn't a big game that i knew was coming out like cyberpunk when that was announced I'm like, yeah oh,
0: i can't wait for that it's gonna I'm... be huge well, or gonna... elden ring right
2: Elden Ring's it kind of thing yeah, okay. as well, yeah. But and I would have put that as number one as well if I was confident enough that it was. But I mm, thought it had to. We had to know it was it was definitely coming uh, this year because otherwise, yeah, absolutely Obsidian's
1: avowed is another one that I don't think it will be this year, but that's another one. So there's so many games you could just keep talking about. That's
0: true. It does. I I do get what you're saying, Mike, because Cyberpunk is a bit different because from software they do release a lot of games. Like Sekiro was the game of the year. Well, not last year now, but like you know, hmm. one year and a bit ago. So I, I feel like the hype of their games is a little bit less than maybe it's it should be, just given that they produce a lot. So I think they
2: hype it less as well, though. In a way, I don't know. And maybe like not. Breath of the Wild like, there's too. a lot of
0: hype for. I'm I'm super hyped about that game, but I think just because it's a sequel, and Breath of the Wild still has that lasting memory for everyone, I think the hype around that is a little bit less. Like there's probably I can't even think Mm. of a game that you know yeah there's no game that has the cyberpunk 2077 hype behind it no
2: but I also think there's less marketing around some of these games so cyberpunk also had ongoing marketing in the Twitter account and there was there was stuff that constantly drove the hype yeah whereas I think with Elden Ring that From is generally pretty quiet I think so yeah
0: once once Starfield and Elder Scrolls Six start to get closer to release. Then the hype machine will go crazy for those oh, yeah. two games. It's very possible oh, as well yeah, that absolutely. we'll get
1: announcements of other From games uh, like Armored Core and stuff this year. So that's
0: true. Yeah. That's true. All right, that was pretty cool. Um, we'll we'll post all the sort of what the games are, um, in in like the show notes and maybe the the YouTube clips as well. But I think that was fun to do. We'll have to loop back next year to see. If we got the predictions right, I guess in some cases, if Elden Ring actually came out this this year or not. <laughs> All right, well we've gone pretty long, so like let's wrap the show up. Uh, again, if you want to help us out, hit us up at Big Week Pod on Twitter or jump in the YouTube comments. Uh, reach out to us. Make sure you give us a like, a subscribe, tell some friends about the show. Don't and forget my OnlyFans account. Your OnlyFans, oh Mike. And then probably the most important thing is... Sorry, have we checked
1: there is not a no mic already?
0: (laughs) If there is, it's fine. I'll (laughs) let you check it out, (laughs) Sweeney. And then probably the most important thing to do is give us a five-star review of your podcast service of choice. But with that, bye-bye. See ya. Ciao.